0: That a little tune there. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Would have loved to know, because then I could have joined in a little tune. <laughs> yeah. She's always got a one up. Oh, me. whoa, whoa, yeah. Oh, whoa. We <laughs> did not check our levels before we started. Oh, I sound great. Oh my goodness, that's gonna be loud. Uh, Talk again. He can cut it. Well, I probably won't. Hi. Yeah, that's fine. Remember when we pulled up and said, get in the car and then cancel my Remember plan. Remember when we <laughs> Shut up and then cancel my plan just in case you call back when we were hoping for the help of it all living for the ho- Chill out, okay. Oh, you are annoying nightmare 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 <laughs> rotation that's where you belong this week oh my god That's where you belongs this week for me hey guys welcome back to the pretty little podcast we're your hosts i'm phoebe and i'm caroline and today we are recapping season three episode 15 right mm-hmm. of pretty little liars called mona mania I, like, if I could, if I had the luxury of choosing what my tattoos were, of course, I would request one that said Mona Mania. Like, around your red. neck. You like, like, sort of a necklace. Yeah. Choker. A choker. Um, <laughs> oh, a choker. Of course. Well, that space is already taken. I, I mean, I, well, I, I also... Long been gone. I started that whole sentence with, if I had the luxury of choosing what my <laughs> tattoos were, <laughs> which we all know I famously do not. Guys, it's been a week. Sorry this episode's late. But... Get over it. <laughs> it's just actually been, get over it. It's just been kind of a week. First of all, I saw Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for even asking. <laughs> yeah, and you did, and I noticed you didn't ask. How <laughs> was it? Um, enjoyable. Really? Yeah, I I did like it. I've always liked those movies, but I do remember the first time I saw. First, well, okay. Trivia. Let me ask. Okay, you. actually, I'm glad that you're going to ask this because hopefully you'll then answer because i I think i know what you're gonna ask what came first the movie or the ride yeah and it's something that i i think the ride i know the answer to this is it the ride yes it's the ride but that didn't seem right to me yeah because anthony was telling me that and i was like no it wasn't i was like (laughs) no anthony this isn't the first haunted mansion movie it came out years ago with (laughs) eddie murphy and he's like no i know (laughs) like i know that He's like, it was based off of the ride. I was like, no, it wasn't. Why would they just make a ride out of nothing in Disney World and then base a movie on it? It's ridiculous. Then he looked it up. And and it's right. And it's true. Yeah.
1: But what I like about
0: myself in that story is that, like, I held my ground. (laughs) (laughs) I I really, I really, like, stood up for myself. And I was like, no, you're (laughs) wrong. And I said it until I knew that he was right. (laughs) (laughs) And that's. I love. It. It's called "Guilty until Proven Innocent," bitch. <laughs> mm. Um. Well, anyway, speaking of "Guilty until Proven Innocent," it's been a pop culture week. Oh my god, I feel like ill. Um, as in, um, we are empaths, of course. As empaths, we feel everything very say, deeply. I thought you were about to say, as influencers, and <laughs> that, and also that, we feel everything very deeply. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. so we take on the darkness the heaviness the grief that's existing in the pop culture world right now it's okay and there's, is there's quite on? a bit what is going on what do we start how do we even begin Where i do we think start okay with? well Blizzo? maybe yeah well let's ease into the negative talk let's start with renee Rapp. okay is this easing in should i read the quote That's actually that's actually beginning with a bang. Read it how you like. How I imagine her saying yes. yes, Because okay, okay, guys, why is she talking like that? Also, but this is what she does. Why, guys? Okay, and here's where I want to say something, mostly about me, but kind of about Phoebe too, but mostly me. (laughs) But mostly me. I have an incredible intuition. My gut always knows the truth, Mm. and I will. I think I've said this before. I'll meet people and I'll be like, mm, got a bad feeling about you. Like something about you is wrong and I can tell. And then everyone else is like, no, give them a chance. Like, no, oh my God, they're both. And I'm like, mm. no, you're right. Because that that's more you and, and that's more me. Yeah. And I'm always like, no, no, like I'm telling you something's fucking weird. And then be it a month, a year, a decade, it doesn't matter, the truth fucking comes out. Let me tell you that. Believe it's like, that. It's like Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes. With Kanye. She was like, honestly, I'm just going to wait it out because the fans are going to be there. The fans that will be there will be there. Mm-hmm. The people that come and go, whatever. And now he's showing up to restaurants barefoot. Yeah. With his Kim Kardashian lookalike. Lookalike wife who were a completely I sheer. Did what, we- I did literally. I saw that picture and I thought it was Kim Kardashian first. I know. They, I mean, obviously, I knew it wasn't. It's an eerie. But. That was the first picture I saw her And if you're that like, girl Whoa. Are you not like Why does he want me to look like his ex-wife so much <laughs> I want him to like me for me But well, maybe she I doesn't think, care. I think if I'm dating Kanye West There are a lot of other things I'm not things dating that him prob- for love Yeah, I true. hitting my brain I'm getting my emotional support elsewhere If yeah, I'm dating yeah, Kanye yeah. West I'm not And I'm also asking a that. trillion other questions Yeah Oh I'm figuring everything out and I'm um, dipping So all this to say Okay so yeah You did feel that you I felt that I Did we talk I feel like we talked about that a little bit i think what about what renee we have we have talked about it a little bit but you just weren't as like quick to jump on the train as me and i was hesitant to say too much because she is so popular and i do really like her and also i was like caroline are you just being bitter mm. but and i like her music no i do like her that's one thing though i like her music i can separate the art from the except artist except for Oh. Can I just say something? Can I just, okay. Uh, what okay. Did she say? after saying all of that? Do you still want <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be with me? Yeah, she was having said all of that, do you still want to be with me? He's like, <laughs> I want to be with you. And then it got too actory. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it was too long, number one. First of all, and I am including Taylor in this statement, I hate the speaking in song. I agree. The end of daylight, enough. I know. The only thing that I'm cool with is, God, it's brutal out there. Or here, yeah. whatever, Olivia Rodriguez. That one I can handle. And look what you made me do. I mean, I don't like putting it in like, the car because I'm like, I don't want other people to be well like, oh. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Objecti- I can take a step back and I can objectively say that that is absolutely cringy. cringy. But it's so iconic and it's so camp and yeah. it's for us. And it's for us. In the fabric of our lives mm-hmm. now where, we'll, where it just is what it is. All right, guys. So the reason we're talking about renee rap right now is because she did an interview and you know we have feelings about her leaving sex lives yeah we talked well she was on my nightmare rotation yeah we talked ago. about that so this is kind of coming on the heels of that we've had kind of negative feelings about that whole situation we've also like been like what is up with alyssa like they're just giving me the ick with the biting the lip uh and Renee's in on it too. Why are they filming that? Guys, I hate that content. Me too. Mean, it's not that. for us. It isn't, but like, is it for anyone? Yeah, because the comments, that's, I think, why Renee feels like she can say shit like this in her interviews because she just like, she's thinks getting hyped the fuck up. Yeah, by like people online. Oh and. God. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know I didn't read the rest of the interview, I only read this I didn't either But here's, okay, the interview is called Renee Rapp is so over it Oh good, that's a great way to start Right off the bat As a young professional in the industry, that's what you want Mm -hmm. one of your headlines to be right now For sure She paused her Hollywood and Broadway careers to go pop It's working way too well Too well Okay
1: Well, Um,
0: Somebody did respond though this is my introduction to her, and the interview is interesting. <laughs> okay, so this is what the quote is. It's not that I don't care, she says. I don't even give a fuck how I act in that fucking episode, that show, or that movie, or whatever. It's going to be what it will fucking be. Like, when Mean Girls comes out, it will be what it fucking is. The only fucks she gives now are about her music. Those are the fucks that I love, she says. Yeah, that sounds just like her. Really? Did you Really? Yeah, good? that was pretty good. Thanks nice work thanks um I'm just, okay hey why do you have to i mean we're honestly people in glass houses i guess shouldn't throw stones because we do say the word fuck a lot but like not in when we do our first interview when it is that condensed we're not going to do that oh my god and it's also like i'm sorry yeah mom hey count your blessings let's talk about the. we can be well, talking also like so that in writing yeah where it's not like out there people can screenshot it people would have to listen to our podcast yeah, and support us if they wanted to talk shit on our mm-hmm. language which is fine you can do that if you want but it's you what she's saying you know what i mean she's not saying fuck like oh my god i fucking love my life she's saying like fuck mean girls even though i'm playing the role everybody wishes they could play mm-hmm. fuck mindy kaling fuck sex lives even though all those people were honestly kind of counting on me to finish out the season so that their show could get picked up so that they could continue to have a job because they don't have these budding music careers. Like, And it's also, frankly, a disservice to the character. Yes. Now the show is just centering. Latent story is obviously three, not that important to her. Which is sad. And, and weird. Yeah. I would think that, you know, I've played characters who, like, are objectively horrible people, and I found a way to, like, connect. Mm-hmm. I found a way to be, like, oh, I empathize. I I think this story is important. Like we have to. When she was on Call Her Daddy, and she was like just talking about how much she hates everything Leighton wears, and I was like, the costume designers are probably like, okay, well, this could have been a cool opportunity for her to plug the show, and like now she's just like, instead she's bashing it. So I might want to start looking for another job. I don't know. I just think she's just uh, she's just giving me i don't know she's be- i just think she's coming off as like a fucking diva and like mm-hmm. an asshole like she's making herself look like an asshole and it's a shame because she genuinely is so talented so and I talented was so ready to throw down to support her mm-hmm. and i honestly still am i'm still gonna support her i'm still gonna listen to her music i like it but does it make me want to buy a ticket to her show not really mm-hmm. like is that how she's gonna talk like I'm sorry. I want to feel like you want me to be here. And I feel like she has an attitude towards, like, her fans. Like... Yeah. Not cool. I was just going to say... Oh, it's giving me a little bit Ben Platt. It is. It really... And it's, you know what? It's the fucking insufferable theater person inside them. And that's mm -hmm. what it is. They're both, at their core, musical, theater, Broadway, little babies. And I bet you there's a little... That's... That probably, when you're in, like, the... Not... I almost said the real industry. That's not what I mean. I mean like film and like more mainstream. It's not as mm-hmm. niche. You can just call it film and TV. It's <laughs> called it the FTV industry. <laughs> um, I I feel like because they are they're they might like overcompensate and get defensive of wha- well, why they get to out, be there. You, you know, sold out. Yeah. You know, but actually now everybody's really about like. They're not like, oh my God, you sold out. They're like good for fucking you. They're excited. To that's sp- I mean, kind like, of the energy now. I think ben It's just, Platt- I think she's like, oh my I'm just so much better than everybody. I genuinely think she's like, well, I was too fucking good for Broadway anyway. Like that's why I'm not there anymore. Yeah. I was too fucking good for it. I like, agree. And I understand that maybe music is really at its core what you've always wanted to do and what you want to be doing and that is fine. But you need to respect the fact that music alone you making music as a pop artist is not what got you here Mm -hmm. like the the theater kids Mm -hmm. that loved you are the kids that got you here yes and so you're you're making them feel a certain way yeah speaking of other things that made theater kids feel a certain way theater camp Uh, (laughs) oh i talked about it today at work i loved it i I wanted it to go on forever do you want to go see it tonight maybe i have to maybe it's a it's a tentative yes but um I get discounted tickets. I joined movie club because I've been seeing so many movies and it's been great. Wait, can we go tomorrow actually? Why? Because I have to finalize my presentation for you. Oh, yeah, we can. Okay. I just have to do some work. I don't. What am I going to do tonight? I have nothing to do. Sorry, girl. Enjoy yourself. All my friends are gone. All of them? Kelly's in Philadelphia, which is why Anthony is staying with her dog. okay so theater camp i wanted it to literally go on forever and ever and ever and ever i could have watched it all day you're obsessed with me that's (laughs) what this is and that was the most theater person answer that could have existed wow (laughs) i'm just having an epiphany (laughs) you are lit Totally obsessed with me. That's you, why you love the movie because you're like it made you think of me. It made you think of me. I and actually, you were like you. No, shh. you were like <laughs> Caroline introduced me to this world of theater people, and I wouldn't. You would never see that movie if it wasn't for me. Be honest with yourself. Come on. <laughs> and you're like, I, this is making me laugh because it feels like home. Is that sort of what happened for you? I mean, do you really want me to say yes? Because. I mean, it's kind of no, a movie I'm, about I mean, annoying I'm, people. i obviously kid Was it not clear that that was a bit? Was that not clear? I did, there seemed like there were seeds of truth in it. Well, you are obsessed with me, of course. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I'm just saying I think it's what it actually came from is that I love that you love a movie called Theater Camp that's all about like the people that I surround myself with mm-hmm. because I do think a part of it is that you do really like theater people and you I do. am one of I them and all of it, my friends I said are. I this, I think, last episode that. You no, know, when we when we discussed my time as an Oompa Loompa. Right, of course. How I always kind of wanted to be in theater. You know, you still could be. We do need one more. No, Wait, no, oh my God, no, Phoebe. No, uh-uh. <laughs> 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 Absolutely not. I can't. I don't have time. Yes, you <laughs> do. I'm not going to be here the first you weekend. You have nothing but time. I'm not going to be here the first Where weekend. Where are you going? Moon River? Cancel it. <laughs> I need you. No, I just, Listen? Made, I just hey. made my last payment. I'm not Sister canceling Sister favor? It. No, Uh-uh. No, <laughs> you're gonna be a nine to five movie. No, <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I can't wait, you guys all have to come. No, I'm not doing it. Anthony's doing it too. Guys, can you believe I suckered my husband into doing this show with me? He's playing my husband. <laughs> he w- I was like, is there any chance you would like come out of retirement and like do this show? Because I need another boy. And my husband hadn't been cast yet, and he's like barely in the show. And he was like, "Um, the only way I would consider it is if I'm playing your husband and we get a stage kiss. (laughs) And I was like, well, I can't promise a stage kiss, but you can't play my husband. He was like, you're the choreographer. Put it in there. (laughs) And then he still said no. And then I was like, "Are you sure. The other night he was like, wait, you really want me to do it? I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And so then he made it work. And now he's doing it with me. Isn't that kind of cool? Mm Mm-hmm. We haven't done a show together since high school. Wow. The last show we did together was called Shakespeare Goes to Gravel Gulch. That was a classic. That was. I won the Tony that year. <laughs> what? Your production? No. Oh, the music, The play? Yeah. Um. Hey, the play. It, no, of course it didn't, Phoebe. Did you hear the name of that fucking play? Shakespeare Goes to Gravel <laughs> Gulch. Uh-huh. I was joking. I was fucking well, with I thought you and you fell were for it. Hook, line, and sinker. I, I thought you were. You absolutely <laughs> fell for it, you goof. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you resonate most with in theater camp? probably the girl you think you who do you think I, okay well <laughs> clearly you think you know the answer who do you think no, i resonate no, with I ben Platt? i didn't really see you in it i mean i didn't see no. you in the girl that drives a musty old subaru and wears like long cloaks i didn't see you as as her but that is like who i could have been Mm. And thank God every day you weren't. Except I do love Molly I went Gordon. to a different... Here's the thing, though. You went to a different vibe theater camp? I went to a different vibe of theater camp. And they should make another film. And they produce different vibes of people. They should make... it. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. Get your daddy's checkbook out. And go write one about the Performing Arts Project. But what I loved about this movie was like i just felt like i was watching a group of friends that like wrote something that they were so excited about and just got to do that's how like fire island yeah like it's like i love stuff Mm -hmm. like that i do too and i love this because it was like this i mean i will say this although i i didn't really see myself in, like i did but i also didn't you know and um It was heartwarming. What? It was heartwarming. Yeah. But except for the overall sentiment, which is that like theater people are like special people and they're different and they don't like everywhere isn't home for them. You know, Mm -hmm. like it just isn't. But camp is. And like, I feel that. Like I was like, and that last song, I've listened to it a hundred times. I love it. it. It's the, oh, it's just so good but it really is like it made me cheer up and just end. like those kids and it made me think of my students too because it really theater is just land of the misfit toys like that's really genuinely what it is mm-hmm. and and like thinking about those kid actors I like no but they oh. were so funny i also was like i feel so seen like <laughs> while i don't see myself as any one character in the movie a little bit of me and a little bit of all of them like the kid, just like holding the Liza photo, <laughs> like all these little yes. fucking. Moments. He was like, "Um, I can't do piercings anymore because there's a narc." Actually, it was her. She's the one who narc, but it's fine. Yeah, and the girl's and like the, the passive aggressive, like <laughs> immaturity when he when he's like, even they're backstage about to do the show, and he says, "I wanted to kill all of you about three hours ago, but I'm over it and I forgive you." Yes, <laughs> it's like you're 28 years well, old. Well, what's also very funny about and I learned this when I first started teaching theater my first year out of college my first job we had to teach and my boss was like you know kids kind of appreciate it when you're just like super up front with them and like when you're kind of an asshole and she Mm -hmm. was like and it's so true the kids respect the fuck out of her and they loved her like and it's funny because this one girl like raised her hand every five minutes and she was like oh my god okay I cannot possibly hear another question out of you (laughs) I really can't your new name is question and you get three a day and you're done you are done (laughs) And like was like, I'm not interested. And then at the end she'll be like, and someone will be like, um, when are we? She'll be like, live in the moment. Live (laughs) in the moment. And I say that all the time now. They'll be like, are we going to live in the moment? Hey, live in the moment. But like those things, the kids genuinely like love it. Like I'll be like, hey, uh, mm -mm, you are talking so loud. It's actually making my brain hurt. And I want nothing more than to like hear you shut up right now. (laughs) And they're like, "Ah, okay. Like they love it. And it's so funny i don't know why but that is very theater kid mm-hmm. and it's like that is a perfect example yeah. i was ready to kill you but now i love you again so and when um like the first couple of rehearsals that ben's character does with the girl that he hates oh my god <laughs> and, and she's the only one raising her hand and he's like okay i know who who oh yeah yeah why don't you come up <laughs> it is so but then the the, the rewarding part at the end when he like realizes that like he can help her. i know i know and like that is really what it's all about and molly gordon's character getting the reason that she is because the reason she's like so absent is because the she cruise. got a cruise ship deal <laughs> that it's sometimes but, like girl there, good for you there is a little bit like Mm, I don't know that I love Ben Platt making these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that is for sure. But it's also like it's it's such a real thing because the expectation is everybody who trains to go be a professional performer is going to go do that. Like that's the expectation when you're doing it. It's not going to happen. But like the idea, you're not doing it because you don't think you're going to make it. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because people's dreams change and like that was a part of the movie that really spoke to me because like I had everything changed for me obviously during COVID and it's like you have a moment where it's so hard for you to let go of like what you thought was going to happen and like was your number one dream but like now things that have become more important and have changed like your view of the world and like what you're doing and it's like the grappling with like okay my whole identity was wrapped up in that like well of course we're gonna go i'm gonna go do this and then i and i couldn't and now it has to be something else but watching your friends still going to do it because it's still their dream is like a very fucking hard like weird thing and it's exactly what they're going through in that movie and Mm -hmm. like and her feeling i felt that side of it too like some You get something that you've worked really fucking hard for, but yeah. your friend has also worked hard for it mm-hmm. and maybe didn't get it. And how do you be happy for yourself? And, like... uh, the part where she brings up the Juilliard uh, audition. Oh, my God! I was like, girl! I know. You m- You wouldn't have to be here. I... know. And it's like, she can love the camp, but, like, maybe this is, like, your calling, mm-hmm. Ben Platt. And maybe it's not hers. Mm-hmm. Let her go sow her wild oats. Like... There's a reason you can't leave this place. Yeah, there's something here for you, and there's a reason that she can't stay. Like, yes, but it's really so hard. But yeah. I also love that his fiance was in the show. I know. I didn't know he was and in he it. St- I think he stole the show. He was fucking phenomenal. Didn't recognize him when he came out in drag at mm-hmm. the end. I feel like we're good these are spoilers. I really did think that Noah Galvin and Troy. I thought they were gonna fall in love. Oh my god, I loved Troy especially in the end when he got th- when oh i mean what an endearing character i i mm-hmm. loved him and loved like him. he just got it at the end like and even uh, at the, when the kid was singing post malone and he can't like he was this is i know in the beginning like they they were like is he gonna be a villain like is yeah. he gonna whatever but what i just like loved so much about him is that he genuinely was trying to like love it and want it and make it work. Mm -hmm. Like, he wasn't like, fuck, I'm not into this. I'm going to get rid of it. He was like, all right, I'll be there for auditions. And he's there. And then he, like, found something he was able to relate to and, like, shows his excitement, like, for that kid, Mm -hmm. that Oh my those God. kids I, need those teachers too i loved at the end when his gay dogs ah! show up i know that was perfect and he says something about being He's straight like, at the end i found out it's okay to be a hetero heterosexual male, cis male or something and they're <laughs> and like oh, we, cool. all- we, had a f- we always do or something <laughs> it's so funny but yeah like it's it, those kids are also mm-hmm. the kids that are not the stereotypical the Troy theater kid, exactly like they need people that they can see because he probably looks at Ben Platt and he's like, I don't see me doing what you're doing in the future, but maybe he could see himself more in someone like Troy. Not that Troy was doing theater, but like, I agree. You know, a t- if, if there was a teacher like Troy who was doing theater, that it would was be great. great. I just love this universe and inter- like, of just to me, these can't be fucking movies. Yeah. And like, just this that generation like i I was watching um the other i started watching the other two Mm. i was in nashville and seeing like their writers on it and like i don't know i've been really in the trenches of seek treatment Mm -hmm. and lost culturistas and like it's inspiring i like like, no Who's who now, kind of. And they bring so many people on Seek Treatment where I'm like, I could listen to y'all talk. Yes. Forever. Yes. And it is. I texted Caroline. It is inspiring listening to them talk. Like, they are just, I I don't know, know, cultured. They are. And they're smart. And they are doing cool things. And they're also normal fucking people. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's kind of like, okay, well, it can happen to anyone. Yeah. Like, if you have the idea and you work to make the idea happen and like when pat talks about like it, it they just show so many different types of how you can live Yes, and like pat is like pat and Kat could not be more different in terms of the ways that they live mm-hmm. but and they are also so similar and they all, and they get each other so well i love them like the, like he was like talking about how he was kind of like feeling stuck or something and she was like well, you've been like working a job, the same job for a couple months, and mm-hmm. I know that that's really hard for you. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, you're right. Like, cause he just, I like things you don't think about of like, mm-hmm. you could have this job for however many mm-hmm. months and do great things mm-hmm. and then move on to something else that's more fulfilling and yeah. you can do a better job with. And there's still writing and creating and mm-hmm. being creative. Yeah. Uh, oh, to be a fun, flirty, and cool creative in New York City like tat cohen yeah except for now i think about it and i'm like i don't want to live in her apartment that's valid and that's really what it comes down to (laughs) (laughs) anyway all right um so should we talk about Lizzo now yeah okay (laughs) you guys have been freaking beating down our doors literally (laughs) and not only the listeners chloe field texting that me. made me laugh out loud did you see the screen i know yeah so guys i have to say my intuition mm. i loved also for I, for I love i don't know how to say it for context about chloe's text she just texted caroline <laughs> no hello no how are you What's going on with Lizzo? That's <laughs> <laughs> what the text said. 4 hours later I sent her two voice memos each over a minute in length. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I don't know how I feel. I mean, I do, but I'm str- I don't know how I feel about how I feel. Is that that's probably How the, do you feel? I f- I feel icky. I know. And like I don't feel good about it. I don't feel great. <laughs> and that's hard cuz I it's is w- it was like but we do also it's like it's hard and it's like it's hard to hold the people you love accountable because mm-hmm. i just she was doing so much good it i know. felt like you know yeah i well for those of you that don't know what's going on she's being sued yes big time and so how, how, do we know is it for money i'm assuming how I'm much assuming. money. tons i of don't money? know how much but her and her production team and the dance captain. And the dance captain. So here's the deal. We saw the Lizzo concert. It was fabulous. I was obsessed with the big girls, the dancers. So I looked That's what they're called, by the yeah, way. I'm not calling them that. <laughs> <laughs> they I look them up and I'm like looking at all their Instagram profiles and I come across a few of them that have been recently fired or they've left or something they're no longer with the group. And they're obviously disgruntled employees. Like they have posted things in their caption alluding to a toxic work environment alluding to like thank god we're out of there we need to go like be somewhere where we're appreciated and like lo- lots of things and i think did i text you i've definitely told you yeah that we I talked about it. it i think we even mentioned it on the pod yeah so i was kind of like oh my god i didn't really know what to think about that and like other people commenting that obviously had knowledge of the situation were like good for you like getting out so it was it was odd to me. I felt like it was it was strange. And people also commenting on just the big girls Instagram account because they were on the television show and they were fan favorites. And mm-hmm. people are like, why did you let them like commenting about them? So that was a few months ago. And I remember just being like that is kind of weird. And so now it's the same people. And I'm like Okay, that does make me feel like this is more valid because mm-hmm. this isn't like, you know, there th- I read some shit that was, you know. And basically a trigger warning we're going to talk about some like sexually explicit things and um just, you know, some triggering topics. But um yeah, she pretty much like I hate to use the word forced, I don't but uh, coercion. Coerced. Okay. Coerced her dancers to eat bananas out of like strippers' um private areas at an Amsterdam at a club. And like also touching. The banana piece is really confusing. That's what's me. really getting me. Because also, it's not the only time that bananas have been an issue. Yeah, I know. Because the dance captain also had a thing with bananas. Mm-hmm. And what is wrong with people in the I head? Don't know. And then one of the girls is a virgin. And it became like this huge topic of conversation, I guess. And she was like really ostracized and kind of ridiculed for it. Well, the dance captain is, is super, super religious. religious. And so she was always talking about like premarital sex mm-hmm. in like a negative way. Yeah. So I think she became like obsessed with her virginity because oh, she was okay. a virgin. But then they were also like, like, I think that there was a lot of you know, obviously it's a very body positive space or that's like what it was supposed to be. So I think that there was a lot less modesty and also like just any performing area, like people are just naked. Like you have to get used to bodies, but if you are someone that's not super comfortable, like, and I'm one of those people, I am very modest and I am not super comfortable. I don't like being touched. I don't like skin. I don't like... (laughs) I don't want to see you getting changed. Like, I just really not interested. I want you to see me. I would have a very hard time in the situation that is described by these girls. Even if we never went to that strip club in Amsterdam, even if she never said, I don't feel like you're committed to this because you gained weight, which is also allegedly something that happened from the production. company. That feels okay. It was the production. Not Lizzo. That's where the, the production company is being accused of body shaming, racism, and then also false imprisonment, which what is false imprisonment? With like this? the girl, I think there are two things. They had like a twelve-hour dance rehearsal, and I guess mm. one girl didn't think that she could go to the bathroom. She felt uncomfortable asking, so she peed her pants <gasps> in rehearsal, and so I believe the dance captain or someone in charge—I don't know if it was Lizzo—made her wear like a a clear outfit. I guess for the rest of the rehearsal, that was part of it. And then there was a meeting where she was with the production company, and she like wasn't allowed to leave. Oh my god! So that's the false imprisonment. And I think that's the same meeting where Lizzo like cracked her knuckles. They said, <sighs> and was like, "You're so lucky to be here. You're so, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. You're so lucky." Yeah. Oh my god. I I just. Um, all of that is alleged, and also I might not have said all of that correctly. So go read the lawsuit. I do want to read the lawsuit. If you want like correct information, you've come to the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. Um. You guys should know that by now. We are not here to spit facts. We're here to spit opinions, opinions. <laughs> and muddy recollections of things we, <laughs> we might have read on a tabloid magazine or Twitter. <laughs> we should make the shirt that says facts and then opinions and then with the greater sign going to opinions. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, so I don't know. And I don't know. I think that uh, the apology lackluster. She only anxiety. acknowledged the body shaming. She didn't really th- talk about anything else. Except for like how she's open with her sexuality. Uh, yeah. and stuff. But I'm like, okay, you can be. Right, but you can't You can't make other people mm-hmm. be. And And like also you need to acknowledge as though you're in a position of power. Mm-hmm. You are essentially their employer. Mm-hmm. So if you tell them to do something, you might be like, I didn't coerce anyone to do it. But if you suggest somebody does something yeah. as their employer, they may feel that they have exactly. to, and especially if it's already been a toxic work environment where you're being told repeatedly, you're so fucking lucky to be here. Right. Don't be ungrateful. You're not committed. Mm-hmm. Now Lizzo's asking you to do something. You're not going to do it. I don't know. And I could see Lizzo being a person who's like, well, I'm a girl. they are girls. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have done anything yes. like that. And, like, I mean, maybe in her head she didn't think she was doing anything wrong, but she didn't say any of it. Like, she didn't acknowledge that she hurt people, mm-hmm. really, in her apology. I don't even really know if I'm going to call it an apology. It wasn't really an apology. I don't think apology. she said sorry in it. But it's kind of giving Colleen Ballinger a little bit. Yeah, a little for sure. And her lawyer is the same lawyer who defended Bill Cosby and Johnny Depp. But I will also and a couple say other abusers. that lawyer is like the biggest lawyer in L.A. and has represented everybody, including Oprah. Like it, people for not. I bad just think things. it's not a good look. It isn't because but you're. That's what they're saying. I know. I know that that's what they're saying. <laughs> but the list of people that he has defended, there's a much longer list of non-abusers, like that are also notable that aren't that just aren't being. So I don't. I do want to just like say that that's fair i just i don't know i think because it's sexual harassment is a piece in it Mm -hmm. it makes me like yeah scratch my head no totally i mean yeah but anyway that's the lizzo thing sorry if that um was didn't didn't exceed all your expectations if i have a question for you okay (laughs) If Kelly hypothetically, Kelly and Anthony hypothetically had an affair a la Raquel (laughs) in Sandoval. You know something that I (laughs) don't. Hey, I want to just pick your brain about something. (laughs) What would you do? How (laughs) soon would we have to call the fire department for (laughs) Kelly's parents' house? Dude, what's so crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, can you tell that we just had this conversation (laughs) off mic? And now we're recreating it. We didn't this get is very reenactment. We didn't, we didn't get very part Where I we said it's unimaginable. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. The, the Caroline said it's literally unimaginable. Like I cannot fathom it happening. But like but it happened that to, to somebody. Happened to like this is what's right. <laughs> like the idea, because guys, that would actually be the exact same thing as if Raquel as the Raquel and Tom thing. Mm-hmm. Like if it's the same. And I said that to them once we were like making pasta together one night, the three of us. And I was like, God, what if I just found out the two of you were in love and had been fucking for seven months right now? And we're all standing there the, making fucking they both pasta. And red in the face and they were <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and they had to leave the room. And we're making pasta together. And like you guys are so morally corrupt that you can stand here and pretend it's not happening and hang out with me and both to have your relationships with me. That literally, like when I thought about it like that, I was like, I feel like I just got punched in the chest. I Mm -hmm. can't imagine how fucking Ariana Maddox feels. I know. And not that... That that would be... But, like, also, they were together for over a decade. But, yes. Not only would it be such a betrayal, though, it would be such a shock. Mm -hmm. That's really also the other thing. I would be floored. And that's how shocked she was. She trusted them so much, and she was, like, so... Like, that's what it is. It's, like imagining Anthony having an affair with anybody is like crazy and would be a surprise, you know? But like, let's say he wasn't a great guy. Like, let's say he was like a Tom Sandoval type who I could see, I know he has a history doing that. What's so unimaginable is that it's right in front of her eyes and they both have relationships with her and they both like, that is a shock. That it's, there wasn't a moment she thought that was even possible. Literally. And so what would I do? Where do I begin? I literally don't, like, I'm scared for that girl. <laughs> for the girl that is experiencing that emotion that will never in happen. In some other universe? Yes. She's not doing well. Mm-mm. And neither is anybody around her. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what, dude, I don't know what I would do. First of all, I'd scream it from the fucking rooftops. Everybody in America would know. Second of all, I, I can't, I can't even put it into words. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. What would you do if you were me in that situation? <sighs> I don't know. Unimaginable. Yeah. And I'd probably just beat feet. <laughs> Where, where'd you go? You have two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you have a I'd life take here. take them with me. You have a life here. Your family's here. <laughs> I'd go to my family's house. Um. Or would I change all the locks? Mm, that That sounds more like Caroline. And stay in this house. And then sue him for not paying rent. No, I'd need him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd need his help. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I would just, he would come home, and I would take the dogs, and anything in this house that was mine, where it was a photo of me, every hair, every skin cell that ever existed in mine in this house would be gone. As would I, he would never find me again. Everyone in our family would be like, "What are you talking about?" You know she we just she's fine. We, don't, sh- as far as we knew, she was living in your house, and that would be it. He would literally feel like he went insane, having to forget that I ever existed, pretend that uh, he'd be like, "What happened?" Like wh-
1: and what? Would, and what would you do there's to not, Kelly?
0: Not a trace of her. Well, though the same would go for Kelly. They I would both. I feel like you'd have to make her pay more. I think she'd go insane trying to find me. (laughs) (laughs) I think she'd go insane going to the ends of the earth. To find me. Um, Well, on another VPR note, do you think that Tom and Katie are back together? Dude, I can't imagine that they are, but I... I would kind of love it. I know, but you love it because you're at a good part in the show. I know, because I really... Because he's, like, horrible. (sighs) Like, he gets so bad. He's so verbally abusive. I just, like... He like says such, he's like, oh my God. He's like, shut the fuck up. He's like, you know what the problem is? Is that I just fucking hate the sound of your voice. <laughs> like, he, like he said, that. he's like, can I just talk to you? He's like, no, because I actually fucking hate the sound of your voice. Oh my God. And then they're like at a party and he's like screaming. He's like, oh my God, this is so ugly to me. This, what you're doing is so, oh, you are, so, oh, eh, you are so ugly to me. I'm not kidding you. He's like, this is the biggest turnoff. I've never been more turned off in my life they're married saying this to her in front of every Tom Sandoval is chasing after him. Like, dude, stop, dude. (laughs) Oh my God. Stop. You're being number one filmed. (laughs) Katie leaves. She's like sobbing. He's like, what, what's up, Baba? Are you Uh, fucking always like Like, he's such a gaslighter. It's like, I want to like him so bad. He's so endearing. He's so charming. He's so cute, but he's like the devil. He's so mean to her. Um, What else? There was something he said, um, They were all hanging out and like Katie had a guy there. Like now they're divorced. And Tom was like, God, I am so happy. He's in the same room as her. God, I am so happy I'm not with her anymore. Oh my God. Oh my God, dude. I am literally so happy I'm not with her anymore. I was miserable with her. She makes me miserable. God, I feel bad for that guy. I literally am so fucking happy Katie's not in my life anymore. She can hear him. She's like sitting where you are. (laughs) this was last season oh my god he's really mean oh fuck never mind i guess i know so like the thing is on like in theory when i want to compartmentalize what i know to be true i'll put all that somewhere else and i want them to be back together but he has to be better and i don't think he's capable of it unless he has taken tom sandoval out of the equation because tom sandoval runs his life and he could never completely commit to Katie because he was completely committed to Tom. Mm-hmm. So if Tom Sandoval is no longer in the equation, then I could see Katie taking him back. If Tom had like a major, like that would be a major new page for him to turn. What do you think about Tom Sandoval being on special forces? I w- wrote that in the note because it's him and Nick Vile and Tyler JoJo Cameron. Jojo Siwa. Oh yeah, she's in it too. And Black China. Also obsessed with the fact that Tyler Cameron is on there and Hannah Brown won the first season and he's not going to win. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, "This is so fucking." Hard. And Nick Vile, who doesn't fucking like her, I fucking. And he's so mean about Hannah Brown. It makes me so mad. Like, love him, but it makes me so mad. And he, I don't think he gets very far at all. Because one, he's like not in like the big, yeah, cast, they didn't like, like announce thing. him. And number two, he wrote like, "Oh, I was not prepared for this." Like, it's so. So I'm like,
1: yeah, fucking fuck respect you. for
0: Hannah Brown because that actually is insane mm-hmm. that she won that. Yeah, she is amazing. I love That's her. her third reality show win, dude. Basically, wow. Well. I wouldn't say she won the bachelorette. I <laughs> guess, yeah, but she was she, the bachelorette. She did lose the Bachelor. She, no, she kind of won the Bachelor because she ended up being true. the Bachelorette. That's true. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. I'm ready to fucking laugh my ass off. I mean, I. I but I am but like, here's wh- the thing. I'm like, why are we? Yeah, why are we you giving said, him like, a why platform? Why are we giving him a platform? But also, why are we gonna watch it for sure? Yeah. <laughs> you that's know? why they picked him. Like, that's why they're giving him a platform. I know. Um. Something is important in the note that we both put. Okay. Um. I wrote. Aliens Oh my god wait And then Caroline came here to write aliens We haven't discussed this yet Oh my god This episode's gonna be long Yeah Well we had a lot to talk about Um Dude (laughs) What? (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) So were we wrong About space? What do you mean? Not being real? Hmm Seems like Seems like Seems like NASA's like Hey, space is real. Puffing their chest up and being like, "We told you." Yeah, this is. (laughs) Wait, guys. Actually, the whistleblower is about us. He got pissed off. (laughs) He heard the podcast and he was like, "My life's work." This is (laughs) called a humbling moment. Um, and we're gonna learn from it. Yeah, (laughs) just kidding. I I still think space is real because guess what? Apparently, these aliens are from underwater. Wait, what? Yeah, dude, something came from underwater. And they've, like, been down that, there the whole time. That's somehow worse. That I didn't think about. That's actually I, that 100% possibility worse. I did not explore. <laughs> like, no. I was like, no, no, space is just up. Mm-hmm. If, if space were real, which it, it is not, it would be up and not down. Well, wait, we, <laughs> and would, not we way be, down. would we be considering that down? Like, we, 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 what, the sea? Yeah, would it's called, down. like, sea level no. is, like, the lowest. No. So, would yeah. we be considering that? That's not space. That's something else entirely. What? Sea level? <laughs> What are you? What? I mean, you were like, we didn't. Is space also down? No. Space I didn't say is, that. Y- you di- Yes, you did. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh no, I meant. I mean, the possibility of aliens for me was if space yes. is real. It was always. I space. thought it was only up, and that's where they could be. But I agree. But what if? The, well, there is obviously another space down there for them. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Dude, how'd they wrong. get? how they get up here? How did? How'd they get <laughs> on Earth? No, how'd, how'd they up get, here? Where? on land above <laughs> sea level ufos <laughs> this co- Wait, but they're coming from down they still flew <laughs> they, st- they could they what do you think they swam up that's, from the bottom of bitch, the sea that's what i just asked have you ever heard of like the submersible <laughs> what did they build it with dude I, there are aliens. I don't know. We have to find that out. It's like the oh, whole thing. This is. It's so like the whole fucking thing guys, is like, what are they doing and how? This is much worse than I ever imagined. It, of course it is. And is any of this true? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if what I'm saying is real or if I imagined it. But like, I think everything I'm <laughs> saying is real. Google this. <laughs> did the aliens that we found it? come from They're, underwater? And they just respond, "What?" I <laughs> Google this. is gosh I get a phone call. Google's it's like, Google. like, "Who <laughs> told you that?" Yeah, the FBI calls you. They're like, "Where did you get this information?" <laughs> <laughs> here's what I'm And here's what's insane to me There is no way That all those men Are clinically insane And comfortable showing it And that enough people hype them up But also it makes sense Because they're men And enough people would hype them up Because we be like Yeah, no, you should go in front of Like the Supreme Court yeah. And tell them this Well, it was not Supreme Court <laughs> Again, I have no idea what <laughs> Let's happened. Get that straight. <laughs> People don't just go up and talk to the Supreme. <laughs> Caroline's cause. I know that. <laughs> I was just like, I was called like He's, just talking. Imagine he just sues the aliens.
1: He uh-uh. goes, <laughs> "I'm would. taking you
0: to court." <laughs> I'm considering. They're like, "What the fuck?" I'm is considering the court? for. Anyway, what? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I'm like. Because everybody's like, when when aliens come in the news, it's because they want you to look over here and not look at what's actually going on. And I think that might be true. This feels different than, like, other times aliens these have been brought up. These men are falling on the sword in a big way. They're going but, on the television and saying exactly. aliens are real. <laughs> it's not, like, conspiracy theory vibes anymore. Or, like, oh, we saw, like, these things. They're like, did you find remains of this? And they're like, yeah. And they were non-human. <laughs> yeah. and like, Oh, my God. And, like, some of my buddies have been, like, hurt by them and, and they like, don't know what they are, though. They're not animal. Mm-mm. They're one girl's name was Eva. There was like an Eva or whatever. Like one of them (laughs) was was also like a Wally or (laughs) or something. What was the one's name? I don't know. They had alien in in captivity. Holy shit! I want videos. Let me write it down or let me Google it. I want a fucking video of alien in captivity. (laughs) It's like movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I I think that for me I am taking this more seriously and am more interested and not so worried about what it's covering up. Because I'm like it's not just an article that was written about it. They're in front of Congress. Oh my god, we need wait. We need to watch this docuseries on Showtime. U hashtag UFO. <laughs> I'm in. I'm oh, in. We I'm can, in. We, this is this is a this is a turn in our brand.
1: No, it isn't real.
0: We famously hate space, but not aliens. I've never had a bad thing to say about them. <laughs> in fact i was really into using the emoji for like a long time do you think that's what they look whistleblower like whistleblower alleges u.s government is covering up alien life at a ufo hearing this guy doesn't look insane to me Mm-mm. i'm also okay wait if they came from underwater are we keep is it like a fucking shape of water situation maybe do we have this alien in like a tub well, they were all like in the na- oh that's how they knew because was those navy guys who were down there way down They're the ones that like figured it out i think <laughs> um two wait, other witnesses both wait, formerly in the navy guys this is so much worse than i thought yes, if I, they had personal experiences with ufos while on the job including a 2004 incident that was caught on video um so like are they down there building this shit and then flying it out of the that's what ocean? i think but i don't know because yeah, i so dumb the guy was like <laughs> the guy the guy said that he saw, like, a ship, like, freeze in Category 4 hurricane winds, and it was, like, <laughs> just s- still in the air, and then he said it took off in supersonic speeds that humans can't do. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait. uh this makes my, like, feet hurt.
1: Um.
0: Okay. <laughs> Why? I, I don't <laughs> feel, Is like, itching to be back in the water with them. <laughs> Are you actually, they're mermaids? <gasps> what if that was oh, what it was? Oh, wait. Yes. We cracked it We're gonna get a knock on our door from the FBI in a second Okay The space agency's missions Have studied water on Mars Explored the ocean worlds Titan worlds. and Europa What the fuck I don't know And looked for molecules that could be signatures of life In the atmospheres of alien planets Okay I didn't understand any of that Me either Hang on but they like <laughs> are in the water <laughs> Me Aliens either. in ocean <laughs> I feel like an alien in the ocean. Oh my gosh, that's why he wrote that song, "Astronaut in the Ocean." I'm just googling alien. That's update. what it's about. Alien update. <coughs> this is crazy. Okay, this guy was in the navy. Um, said that these unidentified objects had been. Detected essentially where all Navy operations are being conducted around the world. Wait, repeat that. Okay, this guy said he saw them, UFOs basically, every day for at least a couple years off the Atlantic coast. Um, The sightings were not rare or isolated and were being witnessed by military air crews and commercial pilots whose lives depend on accurate identification. Um, They had been detected essentially where all Navy operations are being conducted across the world. And then he said that all of them were mostly described as this dark gray or black cubes inside of a clear sphere where the apex or tips of the cube were touching the inside of the sphere. Hate, hate that. Hate that so much. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if anybody knows anything. Let us know. Yeah. If anyone, if anyone knows anything about what we were just talking about, <laughs> um, <laughs> If anyone knows that we're wrong Keep that to yourself (laughs) Um, Please But I'm going to be sitting with the idea of the aliens If this fucking apartment complex calls me One more time Is it the one you sent me? No it's one that I accidentally like clicked a button on this app And now they have my phone number And they won't stop fucking calling me It's so annoying Anyway um, Yeah I'm going to have to sit with the fact that aliens could be from below Mm Mm-hmm. Because that was not something I previously considered. No. Even a little bit. Me either. And that's tough on me. Did you hear that Meghan and Harry asked President Biden if they could ride on Air Force One? Uh Uh-huh. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think we could ask? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Honestly, we probably have a better chance than them. And then I also heard about they went to, like, they went... Some people whatever invited them to come to dinner i don't know they were at a dinner with these people that they met for the first time and they found out that the people had like a really big like beach house somewhere they're like <laughs> like someone's kids yeah who just like w- w- this kid was born rich but yeah. he doesn't work hard and he actually doesn't have a house and so yes. he's just like asking literally so they like ask they like leave and they're like oh could we like borrow it and like go stay there and the, they were like, okay. And then a few days later, they were like, oh, hey, could we actually, like, use your private jet to fly there? What? You're Harry and Meghan. I'm sick. Ew, I'm so turned off by them. Like, Hate. what's going on? Hate. Don't they know that their reputation is at risk? I hope they do. I don't feel like they do. Oh, uh, <laughs> it makes me annoyed. I don't like them. Okay, didn't know Maya Hawk was Uma Thurman's daughter. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Do you know who her dad is? No, Ethan Hawke. Oh no, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, but I didn't I like know that he was married. Is he like married Mar- that- with Herman? Mm-hmm. I like that you went. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know who her fucking. Dad. I didn't. I just found out who her mom was. <laughs> I saw a tweet about her because she's, um, Ethan Hawke is directing a movie and she's playing the lead in it. Mm-hmm. And so like someone like tweeted that news and so <laughs> someone quote cheated it and was like, oh my god, how'd she get that part? <laughs> <laughs> the casting for this must have been insane. Yeah, I mean, but I, didn't I think she's pretty good. I think I do too. And I think she's one of the ones that's aware of her. There's like an interview of her where she's talking mm-hmm. about her privilege. She seems a little bit. She's not gonna like shut down the interview if you ask her about being no. a nepo baby. No, she's be like, yeah, my mom's fucking Uma Thurman. That's yeah. sick. She's like, Kevin, you heard? My dad was in the fucking purge. awesome, thanks. Um. Okay, let's do I, blunt rotations. All right. What's yours? Mine is your own dream. Yeah. Um, first. This specific picture of Snoopy, please send it to me. Oh my god, love him. Yeah, no, I do love him. Fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Let me send it to you. Thank you. Um, for, uh, here's a little verbal description. Yeah, you have to describe it. He's in front of a house, presumably Charlie Brown's cartoon. By the way, black and white, <laughs> <laughs> not filled in. Yeah, uh, sketch, it's, if you will. It's not. It's <laughs> not a realistic picture of uh, Snoopy. <laughs> sketch. Um, he's got. John Lennon sunglasses on that are like you know like the circular ones. He's in an incredible trench coat and matching fedora, of course. And he's got his hands in his pockets and no shoes on. <laughs> well, he is a dog, and his the bird's not around. What's the bird's name? I don't know Tweety. I don't know. No, I hate Tweety Bird. <laughs> Why nightmare nightmare?
1: <laughs> mm. Um,
0: Twitter, Twitter oh not x um, dude what the fuck this is literally the part of the barbie movie where we come back to barbie land i know and it's it is why kingdom. is putting on the mojo Jojo casa house <laughs> it's terrible I He's hate so it. Annoying. i saw his tweet that was like um i saw it on x i, s- I did this on x hey that sounds bad and yeah. also like that's something that people say it sounds it- like a variable exactly. i'm doing this on x and it's like okay what is x also is x x is a drug i did that on x oh good
1: and also, i saw that when i was on
0: x <laughs> oh good i mean talk about giving the wrong idea i twitter was so it's such an endearing brand you was. know what i mean was and like tweet and tweet, what tweet. what is going to happen to the song gui by lady gaga yeah but what's gonna happen because now spencer hastings and hannah and they can't go tweet tweet yeah. Instead, they're going to have to like this. X, X. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That's how you say it now. Exactly. But but actually, if you go back and watch the pilot episode, that is what happens. Similar to our reaction to Max, I will still be calling it Twitter. Yeah, I actually. And when I search it on my phone to go to the app, I search Twitter and it still fucking comes up. So Yeah, I made, I don't, I don't have shortcuts on my phone for anything. Like, you know, how some people like redid their home screens. Mm-hmm. I never did that. But I I didn't want to look at it. So I downloaded a picture of Twitter and I renamed it Twitter and I made the picture of the app Twitter. So I don't have to fucking look at it. But Mm. when I get my notifications, it still says X and that makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. Turn your notifications off, I guess. Well, you get all my tweets into your phone. So why would you do that? (laughs) Yeah. You and then. You get all my. All of a sudden, there are two X's. (laughs) No, I'm doing X, like X. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then lastly do you know who chapel Roan is yeah uh, i love her oh my god like the singer yeah oh my god i love her i've loved her for a while fun fact on my 21st birthday we were all getting ready and i was playing pink pony club and caroline goes can you turn this off we need something fun <laughs> Oh, one, well, one of the most fun songs on the planet and Pink Bony Club by n- Jabba Roan. Phoebe doesn't know what fun music sounds like That's not true It is true It is It is It is No <laughs> She literally No shut the fuck up I'm not <laughs> doing this with you Shut the fuck up I'm not doing <laughs> this with you How about that Okay But anyway She I. Her new album is coming out And I am just She makes just fun pop music Which is what i'm all about Mm -hmm. and dan negro who is the producer for olivia rodrigo Mm -hmm. he's also chapel roan's producer Uh. and honestly I that's on the set list Mm. or track list i mean i famously Mm -hmm. hate just about everything olivia rodrigo does aesthetically yeah it icks me out I don't like I hated the Sour cover When it was revealed Oh really? I just uh, I Because the tongue know. I just don't like it I yeah. don't know It's like It's just not for me I feel the same way About Renee Robb's Aesthetics mm-hmm. a lot And um, I just feel like she, Mimi sent it to me And she was like Oh so she's really Playing into this Pop punk thing I know I know She like Wait, really you, is M- M- Mimi was like "Um, The chip nail polish the And like all the titles Are like I know pretty i'm a little bitch pretty isn't pretty yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) under the surface ever heard of a rebel (laughs) let me show you one (laughs) she said um american bitch that is like literally the name of one (laughs) um she said she wants to give 2000s punk so bad she literally does so bad so we have we have all american bitch (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm naming my kid Tay. Hey, all-American bitch, you get in here. I swear to God. no! if I get one more call from your teacher saying that you kept telling her that bitch is actually a nickname I gave you and not your God-given fucking government name, all-American bitch, will you please eat your broccoli? Oh, you're faint. You want broccolini, huh? Yeah, follow- well, your name ain't all-American rich, bitch. Now is it? Followed by... Bad idea, right? Bad, what, I just <laughs> scared, like a bit for every yeah. single one And they kept getting longer Okay, anyway uh, Bad idea, right? <laughs> bad idea <laughs> Sorry, you going. Uh, Vampire, of course <laughs> Lacey Ballad a of a Slut? <laughs> Harley? Ballad of Ricky Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> Ballad of a homeschooled girl a ballad of a Homewrecker, featuring, Ariana Grande's. Featuring Colleen Ballinger. She's homeschooled. Wait, no. Yeah. Wait, no, no. Uh-huh. Wait, 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 wait. She's on the album? Uh-huh. No, she isn't. No, stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> um, I don't like being made a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Making the bed. I hate to be tricked. No way. Yeah. All right, this is a fake set list. I saw two and I don't remember any <laughs> of those. <laughs> Making the bed, followed by logical, followed by... Get him back! <laughs> <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> of course, every single one of these titles, all lowercase. <laughs> of course. Well, of course. Um, love is embarrassing. Okay, aria True girl. Uh no, actually, Love is embarrassing is Spencer Hastings. I know coded. that's what I was gonna say too. Um The Grudge. <laughs> <can almost> Economic. <laughs> um, and again, my favorite, pretty isn't pretty. <laughs> and then, okay, teenage dream. Hey. I think Katy Perry. There's already a song. Katy Perry should copyright. And you're not going to do a better one. You also already mentioned it on your last album, unless you're like, uh, no offense, like one of those artists. Where's my fucking teenage dream? Like, you are not the kind of artist who can self reference. Yeah, no. It's weird. You make pop music, no offense. Well, and also, like, you haven't been doing it that long. Mm -hmm. You're not Taylor Swift. It would be. She did it. It it would would make sense. But I mean, if she was, like, on Fearless and she was, like,. Fearless. She was like in our song <laughs> or something like that. Like if she brought that up, it would be weird. No, it wouldn't. But now that she's doing. Oh, <laughs> you mean now? You mean if then. it was just on? The if okay. Fearless okay, okay. came okay. out in the like, after debut. Okay, okay. And yeah. then, but like folklore or evermore references folklore. Mm-hmm. Like that but their makes sisters Right. Who's James. who? <laughs> I think we both know. Wait, hey, I don't. Actually, I don't. I mean, I'm probably wish everyone mirror balls on. I was gonna say I'm folklore, you're evermore, because I feel like that's kind of the vibe. Evermore. But <laughs> <laughs> always walked a very thin line. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even hear me out. <laughs> so many times. We're singing two different songs for sure. Always walked a very. No, it, I, no, we're not. I'm singing the I other part. I gave so yeah, many signs. Yeah, I'm singing the other signs, part. So many signs. So many signs. I was I singing think his I've part. I've seen this film before. And I didn't like the ending. You're not my homeland anymore. That's what it is. I didn't get one. Never see you cry. That's what I was doing uh-huh. I love Fuck you So yeah, Chaparone. Okay. If you haven't listened to her, listen to her I have I I'm talking to the general is public right, This isn't just a her conversation her just birthday. This isn't just a conversation between us two <laughs> It's a conversation between us and millions Way to make me feel special mm. Alright, wanna hear mine? Mm. First up If you I swear to fucking God, if I'm actually on there, I'll be pissed. First up, (laughs) Raven Simone. Whoa. Girl, shut the fuck up. You're not a psychic. Her now saying that she actually has visions a la Raven and the show That's So Raven is not real. No way. It's giving. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's very, but she says, like, sometimes I'll just be, like, staring out into space and it's, like, freeze, like, describing literally the sequence Of Raven having a vision. Hey, guess what? What? Gracie Abrams made me something special. Doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, you and everybody else. Yeah. Keep talking. Sorry. I don't. It's a shirt with her face on it. Hey, I'm good. I'm completely derailed now. (laughs) You ruined my rotation. (laughs) Now it's just me and Raven Simone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I just am like, and she's kind of been bothering me. Yeah it's a lot it's a lot um okay next up is the bear or the human in the bear suit Ooh. what the hell what the hell guys controversial take i think that it's a bear okay phoebe but i do like it's the, waving i do like the idea <laughs> when i saw the waving video i was like Wait. It's, i'm like <laughs> no way i'm being but, pumped but like, guys don't you like the idea of the man getting in the suit and like it's honestly like it's giving greg from succession yeah it he's is in the fully, fucking suit he didn't he didn't fully. think it says okay chinese sun bear waves in new footage as expert says animals aren't humans in costume that's a real headline from this week i don't want to live on this planet anymore oh God, wait i saw did you did you hear about the the boston cop that fell down the slide yeah i just saw it also a physicist did an article and he said his the quote is normal people they have no problem going down a (laughs) (laughs) slide that's the truth also (laughs) 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 that's so fucking funny but the way that its mouth is moving in the video it's like it it looks like a bear this mouth looks like a human it's like hey no watch the video i've seen a hundred dads stand like this (laughs) watch the video uh, i did I did. I did. I literally did. I, he's on my rotation. I obviously did done you my hear, research. Did you hear about the man who transformed himself into a dog? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. This is a nightmare. You are ruining <laughs> the presentation of my rotation, by the way. <laughs> first of all, first of all, you're disvalidating everything I say because I said that I think it's a human in a costume. You're like, no, I think it's a bear. I do. Phoebe, bears don't stand up and wave. Like that. <laughs> like they're at a cookout, <laughs> which is what that thing looks like it's at. And then the whole you just you know, the interruption. So if mm. you could just shut the fuck up because now you just took my thunder because the collie man is <laughs> is the final <laughs> the final player. Okay. In my in my nightmare blunt. Y'all, this man had to my understanding, mm-hmm. um, spent thousands of dollars to have like an incredibly <laughs> lifelike border collie costume made. For himself. Um meanwhile, his girlfriend, beautiful. How the fuck does that? I'm sorry, how the fuck does that work? Well, he must this isn't be like, rich. This isn't like a webkins. Like he doesn't like look, well, he must be rich. He doesn't look like a like he looks like an actual dog. Yeah. Like, are you into that? Like, what the and fuck? he's on all four. Like he's like yeah. moving like a dog and on a leash. Yeah. At like a dog Bad. park. Bad. Hey, hey, dude, what if a dog, what if my 90 pound dog Thought you were a border collie and wanted to come play with you and mauled you. You wouldn't feel good. It would Mm -hmm. hurt. (laughs) Now imagine every dog at the dog park doing it. Because you smell a little different. Yeah. They know what's up. And you can't run as fast. I just feel like if I'm that person and I start getting any sort of urge to spend my money doing something like that. I'm going to look. I'm going to dig a little deeper. And I'm going to do some personal intake guy who spent fourteen thousand dollars i'd be give a collie anything for that amount of money <laughs> eats dog food she's going to give me treats he decided on a collie costume because it's long hair can quote mislead the human figure okay <laughs> following his canine coming out party he decided to embrace his new identity by doing everything from playing fetch to prancing about in a fake kennel and shaking with his faux paws, activities that he films and uploads for his nearly 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. It's different. Yeah. His girlfriend's called his provider. Mm-hmm. Is he like acting like a dog all the time? Yeah. I think... um I don't wanna actually get into that. <laughs> I don't want to think anymore about that. Mm-mm. That's my nightmare blunt rotation. An especially terrifying one. Yeah, really bad. Week. Really bad. God. Anyway, I don't okay. want any part of it. Well, good thing you're not invited. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm gonna do something nice for Phoebe and do the recap. Well, Must be nice for you guys too. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> and uh here we go. Season three, episode fifteen. I'm on a Mania. Mona mania. All right. So quick little recap. A few things you need to know. Mona is back. She breaks into Hannah's house in the middle of the night, wakes her up and says, is this a bad time? Well, Mona, of course it is. And for you, it always will be. Um, but she is back. The doctors have cleared her to come back to school at Rosewood, which seems insane to me. Um, and she's kind of being ridiculed. Actually, she's very much being bullied and ostracized. There's a cow brain uh, stuck to her locker door with a knife. So she's definitely like a pariah. And as she goes to throw the brain away, she like stops and says something to Lucas. So Mona or so Hannah thinks that like Mona might be blackmailing Lucas or something kind of weird is going on there. Mona is also seen talking to the janitor. And we get a closer look at the janitor and realize it's the same guy from what was the motel called? Whatever motel, the Lost Woods Resort or whatever that A's Lair was at, um, it's the same, like, guy who ran that place. And he's now the janitor at Rosewood, so that's concerning. Um, So the girls decide that they're going to break into his office and see if they can, like, find anything in there. And they're going to do this during the marathon that they're all going to be running on Saturday. Um, Anyway while all this is happening, Meredith, Meredith is now working at Rosewood and she is not only working at Rosewood, but she's Aria's teacher, all of the liars teacher. And she's like picking on them and it's very weird. But she tells Byron that Aria was like super welcoming to her and that it was all going great. So it's kind of giving Aria a little bit of whiplash. Um, And then at the marathon, it's like a school thing. So Meredith is there working and Meredith gets a text asking her to, like, go back in a tent to get more shirts or something. And when she goes back there, um, the tent, like, blows up and it's set on fire. So A did this um, to Meredith. But Byron Montgomery is convinced that the liars did it. So he's, like, accusing Aria of that. But they didn't do it because while this was happening, they were down in the janitor's office. And they found um, a bag in there. And in it, they found Allie's journal. So that was definitely a weird thing, but they can't really say that's their alibi. So that's a little bit tough. Garrett is dead. If you have forgotten, um, but he did get cleared for murder, but we don't know who killed him. So that's still going on. We now know that Toby is on the a team. He was seen trying to run a skateboarder off the road. And then we actually find out that skateboarder was Lucas. So really like not sure what's going on there. Um, and one big piece of information we found out is that another <laughs> person Ali saw on the night she died was, shockingly enough, Byron Montgomery. They had some kind of conversation, um, and we actually find out that she was blackmailing him, trying to like extort him for money, and it was like this big thing. But Aria is super defensive of it. The girls keep asking her to find out what happened, ask her dad, and she really doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to believe that it's true, but it seems more and more like it is. Can't think of anything else that is that pressing, so I will leave it at that. All right, here we go. We're recording. Thanks. Oh, my God. It means so much when you look out for me like that. Thanks. Um, Okay. We begin with the most Aria shit you could possibly imagine. We have her sitting alone in her living room watching a film noir movie by herself. On like a Friday night I'm guessing Uggs on the couch Uggs on the couch and That sounds like a Lana Del Rey song Uggs on the couch Not. She would never say the word Uggs in a song <laughs> She would never say and the word Uggs. you know that No but I. Uh, as of late Maybe new Lana But, but also no mm, Oh my god what th- if her next album is just like Uggs on the couch Yeah <laughs> And I'll say I fucking told you yeah. so Maybe I, knew, maybe I knew something that you didn't so byron comes in and he goes i think i've seen this film before it's exactly what he says mm-hmm. just like we sang previously mm-hmm. and she's like okay <laughs> aria and byron she, are she, beefing. she doesn't even say okay she does not say a word she looks at him with a dirty scowl and then he sits down pauses the movie bold uh, bold she was watching that he, hey hey mister she was watching that but he wants to talk to her and he's like, I know you're still mad at me after we talked the other night. And she goes, ah, you talked. I got accused. And then he tries to touch her hand and she like rips it out of me. Yeah, <laughs> like, She is being aggressive. Yes, 100%. And then like, so they're talking about, you know, the fact that Aria and her friends didn't burn that thing down. Even though Byron truly, I mean, she's being annoying, but like he did accuse the fuck out of yeah. her for doing it. And she like refuses to talk to him. And so he decides that he's just gonna spoil the whole fucking movie for her he looks well at wait the, before oh, no, no, he no, does she, that what? he says meredith called me and oh, yeah. told me she found out it wasn't you guys and so i'm sorry so he does they're cleared he does apologize and then he spoils the whole fucking well, movie aria then like doesn't want to acknowledge that he said that and picks up the remote while keeping eye contact with him and unpauses the movie and starts watching it and so he goes i have seen this one before the guy keeps a severed head in a hat box. Girl. Which I'm assuming is the entire fucking reveal. Byron, not only did you spoil it for Arya, but you spoiled it for, for me. us. So thanks. You know, you just said you spoiled it for me and I said you spoiled it for us. What does that say about us? Believe me. Not what you think it does. Okay. <laughs> So, the, <laughs> the other girls, while well, Aria is just chilling, she's watching her film noir, Hannah and Emily Spencer are risking their lives for imagine, the greater good. Imagine Aria in the group message, hey, like, I'm really busy. I have, I have <laughs> plans tonight. I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm hanging out with my daddy tonight. Ew. Daddy-o. We're watching a Black and White movie. You've probably never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's seen it a million times. <laughs> it's just, like, kind of what we are. It's just kind of our thing. So... They are going to look back in the creepy janitor's office again in the dead of night, this time for Ali's journal. Remember last episode when I was like, just fucking take it with you in the first place? Uh-huh. What I saved them a whole and last whose trip. And fault was that? And who's not there? Aria. Aria. Fucking we Aria. We need to take accountability. Classic. Accountability <laughs> Aria. <laughs> that's a joke. That's, that's sarcasm. <laughs> I've never heard it. <laughs> the girls are looking and there's someone else in the office in a black hood oh my god buddy i would oh my god but like we got spooked the first time we went in in broad daylight what did you think was going to happen when you went in in the middle of the fucking seriously. night seriously and of course you're going to get spooked but all the janitor stuff is gone like yeah so a gone. runs out and like runs into hannah because hannah stays outside and hannah makes the bold decision to not chase after a mm-hmm. well but then we understand later why that is this is not a but it's someone on the A team right now, someone who's an A accomplice. Yeah. But, but she knew who it was. Yes. But if, uh, at first, you were like, you know, what the At hell? first, I was like, why? But then I realized later on, she's like, I was able to see who it was. So she that's why she didn't. But and she doesn't run. If it I'm out. her friends, I'm like, run after him. And she doesn't tell them. No. She keeps it between. Because she's such them. a good fucking friend. And oh. so they find the journal. So they think, and they open it, and it's completely empty except for one page that says keep moving ladies nothing to see here kind of a slay message kind of but a i want to know it's in boy handwriting that's true that's true. boy handwriting and it's yeah it's like a f- it's not the journal it's fake so then we go to the coffee shop and the brew some may call it and <laughs> spencer has gotten everyone's coffee goes up to aria hands her the coffee goes unsweetened no foam and Arya goes "Ugh, you deserve a medal not really that's not that hard to ask for, except that it's annoying. <laughs> She's like, cappuccino, no foam. A cappuccino's all foam. Yeah. That's some Aria shit right there. Uh-huh. You deserve a medal. And she didn't, Spencer didn't have to say to Hannah or Emily what their orders were Mm-mm. to confirm. Because it's probably like an iced coffee. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> annoying. But Aria is really milking the stab thing. Like, that's like why she wasn't there last night mm-hmm. and whatever and so she's doing in. what hannah should have done with the mona yes. stuff yes. aria's doing with this yes i guess we do think that her dad could have killed her best friend so i guess i get it but like we've at one point thought that like spencer's entire family killed, ca- like you know That's what i mean true. like and That's spencer true. certainly was not taking a day off no <laughs> the doctor may have ordered one and she said no thank you so but then mona shows up at the brew and every single time mona graces my screen at this point I wonder to myself, in what world does she think it's gonna just go back to normal? In what world is the expectation from anybody in Rosewood? Seriously. That the girls should be fucking nice that's to Mona what pisses that Mona me off. should be back at school. If there's something in Mona's brain that's not clicking for this, that's one thing. But the rest of Rosewood should be looking and thinking, keep those, those poor girls safe. Girls. They've been through fucking hell. And we had their names in our mouth for like, a whole fucking year. Didn't believe a word they said. But this is just proof <laughs> that the town really just fucking hates these girls. Yes, they do. And honestly, if I lived in that town... I probably would, I too. I may feel the same way. Except for Hannah. Except Hannah. And Spencer on some days. No, I would hate Spencer. I guess that's why I have a lot of self-loathing. Oof. Just kidding. That's a joke. Um, That's a total joke. <laughs> so Mona tells the girls... Um she's like did you guys see that creepy janitor guy we're like yeah we saw you fucking talking to him dude like don't act like you don't know who he is mona she's like well he's the guy from the lost woods motel and like i used to kind of like i guess she was like leading him on a little bit so she says that she thinks he's stalking her and to be clear a friendly teenage girl can't lead on yes let's make that very very clear 50 a man over a man over 18 um (laughs) that's on him (laughs) Yeah, an adult man. Well, let's just not even put an age on it. An adult man. Yeah. Yep, nope. Nope. Mona didn't lead him on. She maybe had a conversation with him and he got attached. Yes. So she thinks he's stalking her and that he, like, paid someone off to come get this job and thinks that he planned that explosion for Mona and that, like, he did it. So she's telling the girls this. Basically, trying to convince them that, like, she's not the one who did it, and I just thought you should know. And now the janitor's gone, and we don't know where he is. And so, like, he's on the loose. Sorry, thought you should know. Mm -hmm. Very odd. But we then find out it was not Mona or Toby in the basement. It was Lucas. Yes. And Hannah kept this secret, which, like, I hate Lucas, but, like, I just love Hannah. She's just everything she does. Yes. She approaches Lucas, and Lucas is like, we can't be seen together. <laughs> She's Der- like, no, 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 Der- that's my line. Yeah. <laughs> that is my line. He's like, don't you know this is an illicit affair? <laughs> that's the thing about illicit affairs <laughs> and clandestine um, us us meetings <laughs> and stolen <laughs> stairs Every single time But they lie and they lie and they lie A million little times And you wanna scream Don't call me kid Don't call me baby Look at this godforsaken mess that you made me You showed me colors I know I can't see with anyone else and you wanna see? Don't call me kid. Don't call me baby. Look at this idiotic fool that you've made me. You show me a secret language I can't speak with anyone else. And you know damn well for you I would ruin myself a million little times. God, I mean. How good is that? God. Hey, people that hate Taylor <laughs> Swift, like, how does that feel? Wait, I need to say something. I am now standing, I made the brave decision to stand Emily Ratajkowski she's because a she believes women can be wrong. Yeah. And that's a, and anyone can be wrong. And that's important to know because I will forgive if you have an opinion about Taylor Swift that is the wrong one. Mm-hmm. And then and there you, is the wrong one. You are open to the idea that you might be wrong and you're willing to change your mind and publicly declare that you are wrong, mm-hmm. then I forgive you. That's and a major. lot of my friends have been on that journey. Emily is on that journey. Actually, I was talking to my therapist last week, And I was talking about the Kardashians in therapy, naturally. (laughs) And if if you guys, if you guys were paid a million dollars to guess (laughs) one thing that Caroline talked about in therapy, they probably. I think most of you guys would say the Kardashians. (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. Um, But I wasn't talking about them like in a way that they're villains in my life. Very much the opposite, (laughs) which I hope you also knew. Well, it would be weird if you were talking about them that way because you don't know them, (laughs) and they don't know you. Well, okay. Anyway, there are villains that I've never met. Have (laughs) you heard of? hater. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> anyway, so I knew I could tell my therapist is like one of those girls that would not like the Kardashians. Like, just I just knew that, and so and that's tough for you. Mm-hmm, but I was like, she has to agree with me because I'm here. So I was <laughs> like, Caroline just uses therapy <laughs> and like <to laughs> validate me, tell me that I'm right. Tell I'm me that I'm right. She's... You have to say yeah. <laughs> I'm paying you to tell me I'm right. She's saying in therapy. Haunted Mansion was me. based off the movie. Haunted <laughs> yeah. Mansion was based off the movie. Yeah, she's. I'm like, convince me, convince me. Um, I don't remember how it came up. We but probably I was, started with it. <laughs> what? We probably started Mostly. with it. <laughs> okay, thank God it's time. I've been waiting all day to talk about this. Kim Kardashian, is kidding. But I was talking about how, like, for me, the Kardashians, like, a lot of women feel that they have been very bad for women and, like, they have made these impossible beauty standards and all these things. I'm on the complete opposite side of that. Um, as a cur- I know, shocker. As a curvy woman, I am very grateful for the Kardashians because they made a curvy body attractive. They, like, people were not interested in big butts, big boobs, whatever. And then they were. And I'm like, thank you for that. I understand they're still skinny women, but, like, they are curvy and they made that, like, mainstream cool and cute and whatever and then also I mean at least Kim is very transparent about everything like she's like yeah I love shapewear so much my body would not look like that if I didn't wear two pairs of shapewear every time I leave the house so I'm just gonna make a shapewear line and I'm gonna be like yeah first of all I'm a businesswoman but second of all like Yeah, it's not a secret. I'm using this. You Mm -hmm. can use it too. Let me make it so that it's super size inclusive and every single woman can wear it. And there's a shade for every like skin tone range that you are. And there is a size, like the sizes go to like 5X. Like, I'm sorry, that to me is way more than a lot of celebrities are doing. And she's very open, like she's got psoriasis and she does this body makeup. She's not pretending that she looks like that all the time. She's saying, I am wearing an insane amount of makeup. I am wearing body makeup because I am self conscious about my psoriasis and I'm allowed to fucking be self conscious and do this and I'm allowed to tell you about it and I don't have to, but I am. And for people like me, like I have vitiligo, that body makeup is, a, is attractive to me. I would love to have the option to put that on my knees or my hands. And like it might not matter that, like you might not think it's noticeable or you might not care. But, like, I do. And it Mm -hmm. would make me feel better. And that's all that fucking matters. Like, and these people that are like, oh, it's so bad. They're encouraging women to use body makeup. It's like, well, how lucky you are that you don't ever feel like you need to have that on. Because there are people with fucking skin conditions that do feel self-conscious every time they leave the house. That's what that was made for. Like, oh, It makes me mad. Like, she's not pretending she's not contouring the fuck out of her face. She's not. And it makes me really fucking mad. Angry that people are just like they're they reduce just, it down. Yes, they're just so and it's much. like well, and it's the also name like it's always and it bothers me more when it's it's women who are like they think they're making some big feminist. Yes, point they by think not that they're being pro-feminism, and I'm like, you're really not. You're tearing down women because you're saying they're bad for women, and actually, like, what's good for women is having lots of different women to look up to and to see like because guess what it's not one size fits all and if you are condemning the Kardashians for all of this then you are people that believe that I mean it really is like okay then you. what do you want like the super thin women like you want whatever you think is appropriate and whatever you want to be like and whatever is closest to you because like attracts like so you want to look at people like fucking Reese Witherspoon and say she's great for women But, like, for me personally, Kim Kardashian has done more for my body image than Reese Witherspoon has done. And people say I look like Reese Witherspoon. And Kim Kardashian has helped me more in that way because she made having an enormous set of fucking hips attractive to people. And now clothes are made for people who have hips. And people want hips. And they're no longer, like, disgusted by hips. That's a win. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God. It just makes me so... And I'm, like, the very thing, you're, like, oh, well, she doesn't have any talent. She's, sh-. like, okay, well, so you're slut-shaming her? Like, what? But also, like, okay, she's not any talent. She is a businesswoman. She's a businesswoman. Woman, that's a talent. And y- especially, the, like, men. Who do you there fucking idolize? There are people idolize? that are famous for less. Like, 100%. come on. And it's okay. You know what? Everyone in that family, does, does every single person in that family... Have the business acumen and I will call it talent that Kim Kardashian has? No, mm-hmm. of course not. Is every person in that family as good for women as certain people are? No, of course not. I'm not saying that they don't all have to be. Like, yeah. they don't all have to be, you no. know? That's you don't go up to like CEOs of companies and like that Barbara Walters interview where mm-hmm. she's like, What is your talent? Or like, What do yeah. you guys do? People say you don't do anything. What do you do? And they can't answer, which is what makes the interview awkward. Yeah. But her asking that, you wouldn't ask that. You would never ask a man. Mm-mm. Ever. Mm-mm. Yeah. So anyway, I'm on my soapbox. I could talk about it all day, but I got on it to my therapist. I was talking about it. And I knew as I was saying it, I was like, I am preaching to the person who would be on the opposite side of this argument, but like, I love her. And she was like, just, you know, whatever. And then yesterday I had therapy again, a week mm-hmm. later. And she was like, you know, I was actually talking to my husband about what you said because- I was one of those people. I was like, they're bad for women. I don't like them. They make me roll my eyes. You completely change the way that I look at them. Like, and I was talking to my husband, I was like, I never thought of it that way. Not one time did I think of how beneficial they could be for somebody that's not like me. Like they might not be the the person for me, but if they are for somebody else, maybe that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and, I, I was when I, oh it was when I was talking about the Barbie movie because I was like can't we just like be girls and like things like why is everyone supposed yeah. to like hate girls to, like f- and I was like I feel stupid when I talk about Taylor Swift or Kim Kardashian like and I shouldn't fucking have to yeah and like the, <sighs> the it's one thing when like you see like that girl on TikTok who made the video the girl who's like uh she's a Bama Rush girl oh yeah she made that video it's one thing when you see that and you see her response to the Barbie movie. It's another thing that bothers me when you see these women. Not st- I'm not trying to tear women down. It's just like they aren't. <laughs> well, that's different. They <laughs> <laughs> oh, for once, just this once. Ugh. Um, they like think that they have this like highbrow, complex understanding of f- feminism. They're so like they are so above basic. the Barbie movie. That that they're like it's so. I already knew that. I, who Great. was it that said? Was it Bowen and Matt on Last College who were like? there you guys might already know that but there are people that are just learning it in the fucking theater yeah this movie isn't for you I saw the, oh no it wasn't it was um oh my god I don't remember who I was listening to talk about but they were saying the movie in the movie they're teaching Margot Robbie who is essentially a child right like mm-hmm. it's it's that's the idea she's not been corrupted yet so she's still this child she sells her innocence and it's all taken away from her. And she realizes, oh, my God, like, this is whatever. She's learning that lesson. We are watching her learn that lesson. Mm-hmm. America Ferrera is not teaching you that lesson, although you might have needed to hear it. And it might be good to fucking hear it and be like, oh, my God, I'm not alone and fucking feeling like it's really fucking hard to be a woman. Yeah. And have my Renee rap moment. I, saw, my I saw a TikTok about this girl who... Um, her mom went to go see it like they didn't see it together but her mom Oh, by the way gracie abrams also made me something special fuck you gracie <laughs> wow and um she said that her mom texted her and like asked how she could get america ferreira's speech like typed out Who? like this mom oh. texted her daughter after she saw the barbie movie and asked if she could how she would be able to find it and her mom was like i have never heard that i mean and that's what's insane is there like we are used to hearing it Mm -hmm. we are used to hearing it because we are the people that are beating it into other people's brains yeah we're trying to teach people that so yeah we we already know it it is basic it should be basic for everybody but it isn't it's like we had access to the internet and like all this kind of information about like it, people are like it's just the 2015 tumblr definition of feminism yeah. It's like, yeah it is but our our moms didn't have tumblr. tumblr yeah <laughs> they exactly went their whole life not here. and like we didn't necessarily and teach how it much to them. harder it had to have been for them to fucking grow i mean you know i will say this there are a lot of things about growing up today that are a lot harder than they were growing up when mom was growing up in terms of just having the internet having yeah. social media, the problems we're facing are a completely different set of things. You yeah. Know? They might the, not, I mean, in challenges. some ways they might not even be harder. They're just different. Right. I mean, and ter- just in terms of like what is being put in front of us and what we're being told we need to be like, we have so much yeah. more access. And so in that way it is harder to avoid, I guess I'll say that the like toxic, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's like, imagine how hard it was to grow up. Grow up not having this information circulating and in front of you all the time, and not having girlfriends to talk to about it or guy friends to talk to about it, or parents who grew up in a world where like women were even treated as equals. Like imagine that, you know. And growing up without that discourse, and then hearing it as the mother of three daughters, mm-hmm. you know, as our mother did. Like I literally, I every time I think about the movie, I start to well up with tears. And <sighs> Maybe I was gonna see it again tonight. I was in line to. <laughs> get coffee this morning and i started crying in line because there was this group of like 40 year old women it was like 9 a.m on a friday morning and they had all brought like little lamps and they were knitting and just in a circle talking oh and like having the best time and also i found that the movie makes me like want to like you know that rule that you're supposed to follow not like some people live by this philosophy that the first Night, like if something nice comes to your brain about someone else, you just say it. Mm -hmm. Like if you're passing Mm -hmm. someone on the street, don't like think it and not say it. It's making you want to do that. And it's making like I saw an old woman walking in the parking lot, and she was in this like beautiful shirt, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I should tell her I like her shirt. Did you? I didn't, (laughs) dude. I do that all the time. Start doing it. Yeah, I need to. But the movie, like, it just makes me. I know uh, when she looks at the old woman, she says, "You're so beautiful." (laughs) But also, like, she doesn't. I want. Also, we should think about like just, you know, ageism in like our culture and how much less older women are told they are beautiful than younger women. Or older men are often
1: commended
0: for how handsome they are when older women are actually like disparaged because they are letting themselves look like they're aging. Yeah. And so it's so interesting to have Barbie who doesn't doesn't know that and doesn't, doesn't age has never seen aging does but doesn't know that it's not beautiful yeah like you know what i mean And she's like you're so beautiful and it's something that that woman doesn't hear a lot most likely and she says i know it and it's like you have to if you're not hearing it all the time and when yeah. you're an older woman in this country you're not oh my god it makes me so emotional Dude, it, It is so, and the other thing is, I'm sorry if you looked at the movie and thought it was like a basic explanation of feminism, whatever. Let yourself have fun, too. Go see it again, though, because there are so many layers Mm -hmm. and levels. Like, there are all these little things that I picked up on, or like we said last week, Look on the internet at these girls who are posting their TikToks of exactly what they thought during the movie, mm-hmm. and then go in with that and yeah. and think about it because it will you'll watch it in a whole like you'll learn something new. Mm-hmm. There are very complex things in this movie if you if you look for them. Exactly. But if you are m- remaining on the surface level, you're gonna get the basic explanation of feminism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you dig a little bit deeper, you're gonna find that there's like a gold mine of like this right. movie is like. I feel like it should be required viewing. I, I feel agree. like we should make, we actually should make a pretty little podcast required viewing like thing. And I'm putting this on it. I'm putting that episode of Euphoria on it. Um, We'll add more, but definitely those two. Barbie yeah. <laughs> in that episode <laughs> of Euphoria. Back to back. Yes. <laughs> That's the real opposite. Because, because no one Heimer. who's seen that episode of Euphoria wants to do a drug. Ever. Any, so. any drug. Like, uh, yeah. Um, I have a friend who talks about aging. And I'd never heard anybody talk about it like this, because I am I'm terrified of aging. I'm I'm really going through it with that right now. Yeah. Like I hate the idea of getting older. I hate the idea of my body and face and everything Dude. changing. Yeah. And she was talking about her relationship with aging, and she was like, "I think it's like the most beautiful thing ever. Like when I see a wrinkle on my face, I'm like that there, like that's there because." i'm like living my life and enjoying it or feeling emotions and uh, when i'm older like how lucky am i gonna be to have all of this proof that i like lived mm-hmm. yeah and that, that really is stuck sweet. with me i haven't quite I'm I'm hammered not that into my brain no, that but is sweet. i also spent a lot of time talking about this in therapy that i my, like, worldview is so fucked up from theater and, like, just from yeah. that business. Where, that like, is one thing Renee Rapp... Uh, she got that she, right. Yeah. She got that very right. But also, like, one th- that's one thing I'm struggling with is, like, it is my job to look a certain way. And it's never right. Like, it's never the right, you know. One person wants you to look this way, but another person wants you to look this way. This like show business is just like all about what you look like and being perceived. And I've been having a lot of like anxiety just around being like perceived by people, like going in public at all, being on a stage. It always gets worse around theater always because people are just like, you have, I mean, it scares the fuck out. It's so hard for me. It is so hard for me. And I feel like I'm very vain because I, It is my job. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, for a long time, I was trained that, like, you have to be, you have to look a certain way. Broadway body. You have to be beautiful. You cannot age. You need to make sure that you look great in all these pictures. You need to know how to pose. You need to know how to dress for your body. You need to know how to walk. So that, But like, I mean, it's just insane to think about it. And it's so unhealthy. But it's, like, it also brings me a lot of joy. But at the same time, it's, like, so bad for my brain. And... It has re- like I wish I could release. Yeah, it's hard. Like the lessons that theater has taught me about like needing to put on a full face of makeup to be seen. Yeah, needing to like fit what someone wants you to. I don't know. And so part of that is aging, like fitting what someone else wants you to look like. Totally means that if I get a wrinkle, that's like oh my god, mm-hmm. I'm, my job's over. Like this is what it used yeah. to feel like, and sometimes still does. Aging sucks. I know I just tried to convince myself that it, did, it doesn't. <laughs> Meanwhile, but Phoebe and I are both young. I, Very yeah. young. Okay. I saw a TikTok. But we are, again, we're in like an existential time in our lives yeah. right now. So just excuse us, okay? Our whole family is being affected by something about <laughs> this. And it's a lot, okay? So just accept our father. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, he is. Is he? Yeah, he is. Yes maybe open your fucking eyes okay <laughs> anyway let's get back to pretty little liars please he was like let's blow through this <laughs> <laughs> i did before i record and here we are and here yeah, we are yet again. um lucas to the explosion <laughs> <laughs> and hannah hannah confronts him and is basically we find out that mona's been blackmailing him he was trying to do it to like get mona yeah oh my <laughs> like, god lucas. Uh, we also see uh, lucas's and he room. This, like okay <laughs> i'll keep your secret again by the way again she like w- lucas actually also needs to go to radley mm-hmm. why are you doing all these weird things and also why does your room still look like that you're oh 17 god. Yeah. You're oh my god we'll get there we'll get there well, okay. we kind of just did but let's just say that scene what are, we, what are we missing he's gonna go he's gonna be homeschooled um because mona has on him that he has all the test answers to every oh, course yeah. <laughs> in the school and he's been selling them. And Probably to make Caleb's money back. Probably. <laughs> and things that Lucas has done, he got an envelope from Jason for Mona. Mm-hmm. And then Mona, he thinks Mona tried to run him over, but it was Toby. So we yeah. got confirmation that that was him. I think that's all that we learned. Um. Anyway, so yeah. Yeah. Paige, the school day is ending. And, and Paige and Emily, <laughs> Paige, like, is ready to beat feet doesn't even want to say goodbye to emily pages i actually this is the first episode where i've like felt anything other than grossness for page and i it's (sighs) not that i want her to be with emily it's that i genuinely feel bad because i'm like no she's having the appropriate reaction to what's going on (laughs) she's actually for one time in her life the only one making sense and she's scared for her fucking life because, guess what, she was kidnapped, <laughs> held hostage, tied up in a fucking closet. We did kind of, like, blow through that. Someone tried to kill her, and then that person was killed, and Emily, like, Emily killed him. If I'm Paige, um, yeah. yeah. First of all, Emily, we're done. <laughs> and Paige is just, like, so scared. She's so scared. And her parents are, too. Fair. Well, actually, her par- we learn her parents aren't. Which actually is wor- is sad. Oh. oh, right, right, right. I forgot. Because Emily's like, well, because Emily is like my parents too. Yeah. She's like Emily, you like sneak out of the house every night. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So Emily's like, well, the swim team girls are throwing a party in the woods tonight. Let's oh, go. Oh, perfect. Why would we go to a party in the woods? Why? Yeah. And Paige is like, well, don't you have a curfew? And Emily's like, yeah, we'll just go early and like be back. And so Paige ends up saying, okay, so they're gonna go do that. Ella. Ella is one of those girls that would hate the Kardashians. Ugh. Arya brings her all these copies of the Rosewood Observer. And Ella's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> you're saving my you're saving my freshmen from finding out, from not finding out that TMZ is not the only source of news around here. <laughs> she says something like that what why the you give me that look what does she say then that's what she says then why'd you look at me like that i feel like aria has to like sneak tmz i feel like she loves tmz secretly but she has to like go on an incognito browser yeah to look at it probably but also because she would rather die than let anybody else know that she likes TMZ. yeah she like lets it slip in conversation with ezra one time oh my god and he was like wait what he did like you just hit, say he like hits his hand she's on like the oh, table. I know, sorry npr npr <laughs> <laughs> three-letter thing uh it's on. The, i was talking to hannah earlier so, <laughs> uh tmz on the brain <laughs> you know, she only speaks <laughs> meanwhile TMZ. hannah like does not look at it <laughs> yeah <laughs> hannah's like laying on her bed eyes cl- eyes open just like <laughs> listening to Elliot smith <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um so Ella, yeah, she doesn't want her kids to know about TMC, I guess. So <laughs> Aria's in there basically. That conf- sounds like censorship. Mm, that sure does. That's what it sounds like to me. You're teaching a humanities class? <laughs> Fabulous. Wait, is she teaching history? No, English. Okay, so I was right. Arya's basically just confirming that Byron was busy the night that Allison was gone, that and he and Ella were together. We find out that Ella's a thief of, yeah. her, of her friends. They were like at a friend's house drinking a bunch of wine. And then Ella stole one of her friend's bottles of wine and left with it. And she and Byron like kept drinking it and passed out. And she's like, we are dead to the world. Yeah. So she, she she said after three glasses of red, <laughs> I'm basically dead to the world. Yeah. I could sleep through a stampede. And she certainly slept through something because Byron was on the move that night. Yeah. He was almost as busy as Allison. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> yes. And Meredith, walks by the classroom as Aria and Ella are talking, which, like, shouldn't grab shouldn't, her attention. No, because... It's mother or daughter, yeah, which you know. Crazy. Which you know. But she's because you, you broke up the family. In that conversation. Um. Okay, Mona. Mona has a death wish. What are you doing joining the Scholastic Decathlon or whatever that you know Madam Hastings <laughs> has made her mark over there? And go... like. Truly a death wish Wanting to go up again Wait until you see The shit that happens Oh her, my god Her running against First of all Spencer would have Like been on a Running on a pose Would have been Team captain Mona decides to run Against her But she didn't just Decide spur of the moment She spent the entire day Campaigning To get people On the team To vote for her Over Spencer So it's a fucking tie And I have some Fucking questions About these people Who she was so easy Do y'all live under a rock They that, must This is what I'm saying I'm, how is she even allowed to be involved in extracurricular activities? Well, he's saying that she is. She has to. It's part of her her get better oh, right. treatment, girl. And she's uh-uh. a doctor's note. Part of your get better treatment is you go back to Radley every day after school, and you get a fucking evaluation. Like literally, you need people need t- to keep tabs on you. Um, and we see a pretty iconic moment. Someone like tries to vote for Mona, and then Spencer just looks at him, and he puts his hand back down. <laughs> what are these people? Do- you're sitting next to Spencer, and you're gonna put your hand up I for Mona. And we we do get another iconic look from this guy when we find out that Mona oh my God, is running from him. An extra. He like he like gives this side eye to Mona. It's because insi- I think she Mona like tries to say something nice to Spencer. Yeah, yeah, like mm-mm, girl, mm-mm. Uh-uh. I'm a, I'm a Spencer girl through and through. Yes, that's what he said. Yeah, with his face, mm-hmm. his the, the look said it all. If you turn on the closed captioning That's it what says it in brackets And in italics says <laughs> Look that says Yes uh, exactly um, So because it's a tie They have to have a quiz off For captain And mm. Mona knows this Because she read the fucking bylaws Of their constitution What scholastic decathlon team Has a constitution? I don't know Because I don't know anyone Who's ever been On <laughs> a scholastic decathlon team And neither do you No So everyone could have one <laughs> We would oh. never know We would never know Um and so she's like leaving. What's that guy's name? The Andrew Andrew. Campbell. She's talking to Andrew. And he's like, listen, just put on your Hastings face and spank her like I know you can.
1: Ew. What? How Ew. would you
0: know that? Imagine before Spencer and Toby got together. They are just like, okay, wait. The sexual tension you know between them before that? Oh, yeah. They yes. get together. But also, wait. This is gross, but I feel like Spencer in another life, in this Scholastic Decathlon team, If they were dating, they're the kind of couple that would be, like, all over each other all the time. 100%. And it would be disgusting. They would be, like heavy petting prepping for the sat in the hall Mm -hmm. doing vocab word flash cards and then everyone they got right they would like kiss Kiss, yeah like tongue kiss and it's like this can't be the most efficient (laughs) way to study (laughs) you must not be taking the sat for a few months it gives me endorphins (laughs) so it actually helps you remember it's proven it's a study i actually ran the study thanks (laughs) have you ever heard of the scientific method we used it (laughs) thanks
1: (laughs) Keep it
0: moving Then Spencer gets a text That says Quit while you're ahead Bitch And (laughs) bitch is capitalized Just the B (laughs) Why? Georgia Connell It's not a proper noun Georgia Connell wrote the text (laughs) Hey mom Mom likes to put as much effort As she can into her text But like it looks as though <laughs> <laughs> negative about elementary schooler wrote them, yeah. hey, mom, I'm asking you this here, and I'm not going to ask you in person because I think it will be interesting. And she'll never get to this part of the episode. But that's so why I'm safe. asking, I, are, what is the efficiency that you find in using an ampersand <laughs> <laughs> instead of typing out and? <laughs> it's the same exact number of characters. Maybe she likes, likes the look. <laughs> Maybe Maybe she likes to look Because clearly <laughs> Visuals are the key To all of our time. Yeah, yeah Well it, it it is about The message you're sending Without the message You're sending If you know what I and mean And that's why she makes up Her own abbreviations <laughs> Yes Oh my god If mom loves anything Okay mom's dream rotation Abbreviations <laughs> Is number one Number two is Andy Cohen And number three is Diet ginger ale Diet ginger Rail. Canada dry specifically Mm-hmm Oh, and it is so good. Mm. I'm such a gingy girl now. Okay. Call me gingy. Oh, mama. No, my gumdrop buttons. (laughs) Remember him? (laughs) Dad, obsessed with gingy. Loved that scene. Do you know that? I I think I recall. He loves Shrek. (laughs) Okay. So Mona then goes up to the girls in the courtyard, and they're like, yeah, um, I got your text. Or Spencer's like, I got your text, Mona. (laughs) And Mona's like, what? oh um <laughs> moi? um no <laughs> misunderstanding i don't have a phone or internet <laughs> it's the rules <laughs> and then there are goes so how do you post that fucking video your you apology bitch? video and she's like oh well i got permission from the principal or whatever and jason is the one who helped her he supervised her filming it on like a school computer pretty nice webcam Pretty, that's where my tax dollars are going. Everyone's dying around me in Rosewood, (laughs) but at least they have good webcams in the computer lab. So, this unhinged girl can post an (laughs) apology video. Yeah, well, the murderer should be allowed to apologize. Anywho, we don't know that she's killed anybody. She's going up to these girls and she's just like, Well, but I can assume she's going up to these girls and she's just like, Why don't you like me? Why don't you like me? Yeah, and then she says, Why do you think? Oh my god, she says, You know, the doctors told me. People might have a hard time adjusting to me being here, but I didn't think it'd be this tough. It's been a week, maybe. Also, you tried to hit <laughs> yeah. Hannah. No, no, no. You hit Hannah yeah, with No, no, there car. was no trying. There you was plowed only her succeeding. down. You literally drugged Emily over. Like, you injected drugs into her medication and landed her in the hospital for, like, a long time. And then you, like, put her unconscious and put her in a barn with a running car. Yes. Yes. Like, you, girl. Hey. I could think of like one or two reasons they don't like you. Exactly. Also, let's just let's just clarify: if she hadn't done any of those things and had just sent the text and been creepy like that, that would have been that enough. would be enough. That would have been enough. Been in all their homes in Mount Lebanon, PA. That would be enough. to get you them. exiled from a community. Absolutely, that shit does not fly here. So you know we don't live in Rosewood. Not That's the fact that know. it's not the fact that it's fictional. It's not the fact that it's fictional. We, but we may as well. Sarah Shepard's here. Did, it's true. Did she live here when she wrote it? I don't know. Because that, <gasps> that makes sense. That would. What if we found out Roosevelt was based on Ella? Yeah. And they've been making it about Philly all this fucking time. That would be a, a heartbreak. <laughs> that would be enough. <laughs> you know all of. You know what? I'd have words for Marlene. Know? King. that would be a bit.
1: Tough. It's um, a
0: hey, Marlene. What, what do you have that? against the Berg? Meredith goes to talk to Ella. Very very bold.
1: And you've been insane. in the school for also a week.
0: What are you thinking? Uh, what? In what world are you in a position to confront this woman? She isn't in one. I, I can't. So she goes and she's like, "Um, I saw you talking to Aria." <laughs> like she stops there, and I was like, "Okay, she's my daughter." Yeah, We're just like oh. seemed a little tense. Still not and your the, fucking and business, and mom and daughter's fight. This is my favorite part. So she's a bandaged arm from the fire. That's the oh, only thing that happens. So funny. And so she looks at Ellen and she goes. <laughs> she <laughs> I'm then, sure you were talking about this she goes, she goes I'm assuming you were talking about This <laughs> Okay <laughs> And Ella, Ella, literally, first of all, they were not. It did not even not come even, no. up. It did not come it's up. It's giving, like, well, you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, I wasn't. And <laughs> Ella just looks me. at her arm and says nothing, which is a power move. I would have <laughs> been like, no. But Ella just looks at it. She's like, mm. <laughs> I like, like, think it's, like, it's so funny. But, like, they were not talking about it. In any way Like it did not even Come up a little bit I don't even remember What Meredith and said then, After that Well she's just like um, I just want you to know I uh, won't be pursuing anything And <laughs> Ella says Yeah cause they didn't do it yeah. Ella says because They found the person That did it Meredith is like Exactly <laughs> She's like, uh, correct. <laughs> just want to let you know. Bingo. You're welcome. Sorry <laughs> uh, to see say. To Hannah, and Hannah's like, and I was like, I was just talking to my mom. And, I mean, and Hannah goes, Oh, yeah, you do look a little green. I was like, Oh, yeah. She has to of her stage makeup on me. She's so not run of wicked. I mean, how funny that she's an aria. You look. Oh, I thought you might have been with your mom. You look a little green. <laughs> the Wicked is perpetually running in Rosewood. Literally, yeah, there's one theater in town where you can see Wicked eight every times day. a week if you want it. It's <laughs> on oh, every. Oh, I have to take day. every Thursday afternoon off. She, oh, she's in a rush to leave talking to Meredith because she has to go to detention. But then she's like, I, "Today is the only day I can detention. I can't be late because I, then I have to go straight to the theater and I need a second to stop and grab some throat coat. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you <laughs> <We to> find <laughs> gravity, but. <laughs> That part of the theater camp where they like <laughs> go to the well, two parts. The first where they go like down to the lake mm-hmm. and they're like selling throat coat like it's yeah, drugs, yeah, yeah. And he smells it and he goes, "That's oh, that's, that's real, that's, that's real throat coat." <laughs> and then when Molly Gordon, the girls crying, and Molly Gordon goes, "Stop!" <laughs> and she does the roll onto yes. the stage, and the, 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 and then the, way, the way that <laughs> she does it jumps herself. <laughs> Do you want to be the Lance Armstrong of theater? <laughs> <laughs> that line was so funny. This is Dude, you want do- me to land on. This is doping. This is doping for actors. <laughs> but I let, She hits the table and she goes, "You're using. Yeah. Are you using? Oh my god, she's using." <laughs> and then she makes her apologize. And the, the 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 boy actor is like, "It's really fine." And she goes, "Apologize to him." <laughs> it's so funny. So there... They're All the girls diary. are in Aria's just, room. Yeah. No, it's just Hannah and Aria. Emily too, right? No. Okay, just Hannah and Aria <laughs> <Are in laughs> Emily's there. at work. Right, okay. Anyway. You don't have their schedules. <laughs> and Neither your phone? do you. Aren't they at the party, actually? Well, it's the middle of the day. Oh, my God. Stop. You're being mean. <sighs> Go. Talk then. Talk then, expert. <laughs> Talk then, expert. <laughs> Love to hear what you have to say what happened next um aria's sitting on her bed and they're talking about the diary pages and they're going to go reread them and she hid them in one of her boots and she only checks <laughs> one boot and this is how <laughs> we know that caroline and hannah i mean even though caroline's a spencer she has a hannah brain <laughs> and okay well i also have a spencer brain it's half and half split <laughs> and, and um she <laughs> caroline goes check the other boot and then (laughs) hannah gets up and goes well did you check the other (laughs) boot we like it said it almost the words that just love my lips and then they're they're furiously looking through every single shoe in the closet which kind of reminded me of the scene at the beginning of the summer i turned pretty the first episode that we just watched oh yes where belly and her best friend start play wrestling (laughs) (laughs) who (laughs) does that I, not I I was like I've, Caroline, have you ever done that with your friends like maybe you're Chloe? <laughs> oh well Chloe of course. No one else. <laughs> People are gonna be like, what Obviously is Chloe, Chloe. And Caroline? It is so funny because if you met Chloe You would never and you didn't and you met Chloe And like outside like I wasn't there. You <laughs> meet you meet her and you're like, that's one cold bitch. But <laughs> she's gorgeous and cool and funny and I wanna be friends with her. That's how you would feel. But it would feel impossible. <laughs> And then you would meet me, and you'd be, like, not even remotely intimidated by her, and she's a little too much. And then you see me and Chloe in the same room, you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be good. I bet Chloe annihilates her. And then Chloe's like, babe, and, like, comes and holds my hand the whole night. And everyone's like, what? And then we go home to our bunk beds. (laughs) (laughs) The journal page is gone. Byron walks in, and he does this thing where where he, like... He like puts his hands on the frame of the door, and then he like does lets a his body up. hang. You he know, does a push up. <laughs> Ugh, that's worse <laughs> than what I thought. Oh, well, I mean that's essentially what it is. I guess he needs to yeah. To push himself. Ugh, so push my up. Shoulder hurts. Were you doing push ups? I'm not gonna ask you about it. Stop. No, no. Literally, stop trying to get me to stop baiting me to ask you if you're going to the gym. <laughs> oh my god. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> he then looks at Ari, and he's like, uh oh, you remember when you used to hide your Halloween candy in your shoes? This man's sick. Mike never looked there. Never thought to look there. Mm. And, like, leaves. And Ari's like, okay, well, he knows. <laughs> the well, pages he, has, my boot. he has the fucking like then pages. That is all the confirmation that I need. And imagine the fear coursing through her body that he now has diary entries about how he they saw each other that night. It makes you want to die. Toby is helping Spencer prep for the quiz. And she's about to go. And he has to go have dinner with his boss, allegedly. And at this point, we go back to Aria, and she hears, like, yelling and opens her bedroom door. I didn't realize Meredith and Byron were, like, together. Mm -hmm. That wasn't made clear. Yeah, it wasn't. And it's still a little bit... They're together (laughs) enough that she's, like, in in his bedroom in their (laughs) house. And Aria's not shocked to see her. Caroline, while we were watching, goes... She's literally in the upstairs. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. (laughs) It's like, get down (laughs) from the upstairs. Like the aliens. Shouldn't be up there. Exactly. Go back down. Come on. (laughs) What comes up must go down. Imagine one day the whistleblower walks in there like doing his job to talk to the alien. And the alien just looks at him and says, you know, what comes up must go down. What comes up must go down. Yeah. What goes up must come down. You can't let me have anything. you. I'm sorry. If you wouldn't botch it, I would be happy to let you have it. But I can't, in good conscience, let you do that Mm-mm. when you completely do it wrong. <laughs> honestly so embarrassing okay. <laughs> anyway so they're like fully yelling screaming match vibes. yelling screaming and even chasing a physical element yeah he grabs her bad arm he, gra- the b- he grabs the byron. byron byron just grab the other one why this arm couldn't be more obviously bandaged and, and he's like, like hell and he's squeezing it for, hey can like, you not do that in that shirt oh did my <laughs> move just show yeah you, uh, you, <laughs> multiple times because you like go like this and it's like okay <laughs> good to know <laughs> sorry it's a new shirt i didn't know <laughs> this has happened before i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> so man is like fire in my arm my arm dude let go and he doesn't and then he also doesn't apologize he like he like and he looks like at Arya, and she's like <laughs> <laughs> she, goes, she like goes back <laughs> no because Arya like kind of intervenes good oh, for she you goes, dad she goes, dad <laughs> she, yeah she is the reason he lets go and Which then he goes Arya, it's nothing and shuts her door for her how about I'm so sorry, Aria, that you had to see this. And Meredith, I'm so sorry that I put my hand on you when you're already hurt. Like, what's going on? already injured. So Paige and Emily are driving to the party in the woods, and Paige is really flipping out. She's really scared. Again, she's reacting in a normal way. Mm -hmm. Why are we going out into the middle of nowhere at night? Emily, why do you want to? Emily, why do you want to? I just feel like this is a very, like, they're trying to make Paige, like, she's, like, crazy. And, like, that she's, like, overly stressed and blah blah blah. But that is absolutely the appropriate reaction to have, if not worse. And the other girls are like not reacting appropriately, in right. my opinion. Well they have work to do. So Paige needs to pull over and like catch her breath for a second. So she and Emily decide to go for a walk. Which is perfect. In the dark in, in the, the woods. The, yeah. Paige, how is this less scary than getting in the car and Seriously? turning around and going home? I pay a million dollars not to do that. And then they come back to the car and the tire is fucking I <laughs> would no, I mean The tire slash It would be hey, over for me I just want anybody That's ever gonna be In a car with me In my life To know that I don't know how To change a tire Yeah I'm certainly Not gonna go to the truck And be like Oh no I gotta <laughs> change the tire Oh I gotta do Let me get this If you see the tire sl- You go ahead And get out your phone And call AAA. Yeah hey Uh uh-uh. uh I'll give you my account number Get them on the phone A, a gun to my head I couldn't change a tire No And I don't, I'm not gonna try Like try No I'm just gonna call AAA. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> Absolutely um, um, But Paige can fix it Yeah of course Paige can fix it Um, But then of they course. like hear something What? Well the way you just <laughs> Shut the fuck up You said that actually hmm. <laughs> I can't stand you I can't stand you That <laughs> threat about the nightmare <laughs> wow. button rotation Why? Is still good <laughs> where did I? For right now <laughs> <Ew>. Stop <laughs> I'm trying to like figure out where the fuck we are <laughs> And so they see someone in the woods and Emily decides to fucking chase after him. Which is new. Yeah. Emily. And then Paige decides Paige to chase is, after Paige Emily. Like, I'm like, stop, stop, stop. Oh my God. So then they're both chasing after this person in the woods. They don't find him. Guess who? Fucking Toby. Mm-hmm. Toby was not at a dinner with his boss. Liar. He was working for the big boss. Oh my God. Lucifer. The, literally Lucifer. So while this is happening, Spencer is competing. And she loses Y'all, in the very last second, you guys. The outfit reveal that we get. Oh, my God. It's atrocious. And But she thinks But she I'm going to give the video of her walking in because she, she thinks she is so Oh, my God. Like, why? It looks like she's about to, like, compete at the Kentucky Derby because her she's pants are, like... Pantaloons Because they're like Baggy But they're like <laughs> She's like doing a jazz like walk you <laughs> like literally She's like wearing heels She's like It's all on the show. <laughs> yeah literally, literally. <laughs> Like it's too much Her very, hair is And she feels tight good About herself So she's like <laughs> A tight <laughs> updo Yeah she, she thinks that she can list Off the fucking 15 countries <laughs> She tries to get Mona from. To piss herself <laughs> Mona takes a sip of water They're like about to take a break And then sometimes she's like I'm good to keep going And, and the Andrew guy's goes, like I think that she could use a break And Mona's like I'm good but Mona was not good. Uh-uh. But and Spencer says, she said she's fine. Smart girl though. Mona outplayed Spencer mm-hmm. here because Spencer thought she was gonna like drive her to a point where she couldn't focus, whatever. And it actually backfired. Spencer couldn't, and then Mona ended up getting the question right and winning. And now Spencer thinks she was actually getting played by Mona, which is probably true. Yeah. And who comes to the rescue? Not Toby. Not Arya. Hannah. Of course. Of course, Hannah. She came as soon as she called. Came in, and she's like, hey. And um, Spencer's like, I lost. And she's like, crying. Like, she is really. It's sad. Like, having a moment. Um, and also, like, I mean, how mortifying. Because it's not just any loss. Like, a loss to Mona after every itch is too much. So, Hannah's like, give me one second. And goes over and just like. Obliterates rocks her. Mona's shit. It's amazing. And she's like, you're fucking dead to me, basically, is what she says. I don't want to see you. I don't don't want to hear from you. And I I don't don't want to know know you. you. The know you was the best. Yeah. I don't want to see you. I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to know you. Boom. And she leaves. And that's great. And she says to Spencer, she's like, where's Toby? Like, can you go hang out with Toby? And she's like, no, he's at a dinner with his boss. And like, that is heartbreaking because we just fucking saw what he was doing. And to know that Spencer's experiencing this and She says, she says, He's still at the dinner with his boss. So, Like she did pr- reach oh out to him. Oh my god! Uh, it's terrible. Toby, you're breaking my heart. It, I forgot how like sick this whole thing made me. This is definitely, oh my god, horrible. So Meredith or Aria goes to see Meredith, which is insane. At first, I'm like, wow, that's big of her. And then we realize she's only there to serve herself mm-hmm, because of she wants to know what, why she. So she sits down. Meredith says, "You can sit." She's in the most. Horrendous outfit you've ever seen. <laughs> Couldn't get me dead with this woman. <laughs> and Meredith is like, "Sorry to see that or whatever." And aria says, "I heard um, my dad say <laughs> that he. I heard you say that my dad was in my room searching. <laughs> what, what was do he th- doing th- in there? Well, yeah. What do you think he was doing in there? <laughs> I. <'cause> she's literally. <laughs> she's like, I've never seen my dad that angry. Why was he in my room? Yeah. What was he doing in there? And she says, "Oh well, I found him in your room like multiple times. And actually, the other day he was going through my bag." Because he thought it was yours and he was looking for stuff. Um, And basically we find out that the night that Allison died, Byron was also with Meredith. So like, I guess when Ella went to sleep, he went to go see Meredith Mm -hmm. and he thought Meredith was involved with the blackmailing. Yeah, because at that point he still thought that Meredith had destroyed his office. So he thought that like she and Allie were in cahoots. So he was trying to figure that out. He left Meredith's to go to Allie. So Meredith is kind of like, I don't fucking know what happened. Like, I'm not really sure. Um I'll just go through this whole thing. So then so then Meredith goes back to the house with Aria. This is weird. She is your teacher, but we know Aria, that doesn't like mean too much, Aria, but it doesn't feel weird to her. It's weird. <laughs> it's actually pretty natural. And it's also weird because Meredith has, quote, made her a powerhouse potion. Aria's drinking a tea that... Do you remember the next episode at all? No. <sighs> Did she drug her? It's it's tough. It's a tough episode. Oh, my God. I'm nervous. It's iconic, though. Well, like, why are you drinking that? I don't remember mm. Aria saying she wasn't feeling well. Tonight? Because that's, like, the thing is that she she's feeling sick. I mean, I guess she felt sick over everything. Yeah. Well, she's a little green. Oh, right. So, so I guess they've been they've been trying to leave us Easter eggs. Yes, they sure have. Um... Meredith also offers to take the pages because Arya got them back. And Meredith did read them, which is a little oof. And Meredith is like, why don't I just like take them? And Aria's like, nope, I'm good. I mm-hmm. got them, which thank God. And um, Meredith wants to keep it between the two of them. And she's like, you don't think your dad's capable of that, do you? I yeah. don't. We both love him. Love. So bizarre. I know. I'm like, where did this come from? And he's going to be out of town this weekend. So I guess they're going to try to like figure out whatever's going on. Um, And we do see Byron leaving Hollis. He's, like, packing up, getting ready to go. And then we see Mona following him. So she's definitely still, like, on the A-team for sure. Emily and Paige. Paige is staying the night, I guess, because we find out that Paige is actually the one that wants to keep herself safe, not her parents. So she doesn't, like, have to. Oh, yeah. She's, like. She's been kind of making everybody think that her parents are wanting her to come home and all stuff. like when stuff. you don't want to go hang out with your friend and you're like oh, my mom said no. Yeah. And then when you get older it sucks as you can't say that anymore. Mhm. You <clears> just I have to say, say, it, say My husband said no. You just say I, and I don't then they're want like, to like oh, that's not very modern woman of you. Maybe, okay well the truth is I don't want to fucking go. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to just hurt your feelings? Just getting I'm really comfortable saying like no. I can't. Um but that's what it's sort of like and it is like it makes me say like she's like what well, <laughs> the only person I'm like thought I was cool to hang out with was you because your parents are already fucking strict you can't do anything anyway but mm-hmm. like Paige, do you know her she does quite a bit <laughs> <laughs> emily's on the move she's friends with spencer yes and then we have our a scene and we have toby run 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 <laughs> in the woods near a train so it's important to know yes. that we are near the tracks. we get lots of train sounds they, they did not want us to miss it we're no. near the tracks and he's holding the queen of hearts Mask and the like phantom mm-hmm. Mask Mask and he puts them Under a bunch of leaves in the woods So that people can find them Yes interesting Yeah. Do you All think right. that's before or after I think it's during I think that's probably Why he was in the woods mm, and then okay. maybe He didn't expect <laughs> Emily and Paige to be there So he had to like but I'm like okay wouldn't you want them to Like get away so why did you slash their Tires I that's what I, I'm like w- What was the decision What was the thought process there yeah. that doesn't make any sense To me I, I was wondering the same thing okay so let's do the synopsis season three episode 16 misery loves company can hell yeah she does can you hit more please yep thanks for saying please really nice when i hear people have manners well we were taught by the same person short one Arya is sidelined by the flu classic so Hannah and Emily are on their own to follow up on a new clue. Where <laughs> Spencer's where Spencer, not in the episode. <laughs> Where's Spencer? Spencer in this in this little still is hacking the mainframe. <laughs> she is oh, hacking she the mainframe. She stays hacking the mainframe. Yeah, that's why she and Caleb get along so well. That's true. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have to plug our Patreon. This month we have some really fun content I'm super excited about. So next week, next Thursday, I think it's August... I don't know. I don't it's like the it's, day. it's the 13th, the 10th, <laughs> the 10th. Yeah, it's the 10th. Um, Next Thursday, August 10th, you are getting Gaylor a history. Phoebe is actually about to leave my house to go home and work on her presentation for me. She's walking me through it. And this has been a week for the it Gaylor has stands. Been. It so has been. There will be fresh info that yeah. you may not have heard before. And I won't blame you if you just want to join for this month just to hear it. That'll be fine. But like you should join for sure. And then, so everyone, all tiers will get that, which is a huge gift. Um, and then You're welcome. You'll get a pop cast if you are second what or third we get, tier. What if we get served a season would Wouldn't that be a, Oh, my God. I would be Wait, honored. that would be kind of iconic. Oh, my God. I'd go. say, okay, confirmation. Guys, everybody let Taylor know what we're doing. Guys, this is Taylor's coming out. Call tree. Call tree. <laughs> yeah. Taylor's <laughs> coming. Oh, my God. I'm actually scared. Um, and then the last week, you're going to get that Grey's Anatomy recap because that's what won. But don't worry. I heard your calls for The Secret Life, and I'm... For sure down to do it but we also kind of want to do the summary term pretty there's so much there's so much Wait, time. which one are we doing this month grace it won but secret life's the one everybody was dming us about right well everybody chloe <laughs> dm us <laughs> like four times about it sorry i think that's why i thought it was chloe, who's not a member of the patreon so it doesn't matter it <laughs> <laughs> does not matter what she thinks um well you heard thing. it here first you heard it here first doesn't matter what she thinks but, yeah, so please um, sign up for the Patreon. Again, if you are on the first tier, the Passenger Princesses, you would now should have access to – did you do that? Okay. Phoebe's going to do it. <laughs> um, unlocking all the episodes that, like, you would have gotten if you were going to get an episode. Just alone. one. Yeah. Just two. The, no, they're only getting – we only had one month, right? Two. July. June. June, July, August. Oh, okay. Yeah, two episodes. <laughs> Um, Okay, so please join the Patreon. Um, Lots of fun stuff coming there. Follow us on social media. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. We love you guys so much. We will see you next week. And
1: split.